And we are live again, WrestlePurious Podcast, episode 108, hosted by myself, Big A.O., Charlie, and Joe Hulbert. We're going to do our usual Thursday tradition of reviewing AEW Dynamite, and also we're going to get into a few new subjects as well, including Brian Danielson's apparently handing out fines for social media activity, Andrade may or may not be looking to uh, head over to WWE, he's taking some precautions reportedly, just in case. Uh, what else have we got? Diana Perazzo. Apparently, she's going into free agency. Uh, we've got a few things to get into, but first things first, please like, subscribe, send any super chats for any questions, any takes, anything like that. We'll get them read out. Please turn on post notifications. Hope everyone's doing good. Sorry, my fellow co host, Big AO. You're back this week. How's it going? The feeling is being slowly but surely restored in the company I love. I personally got QT Marshall up out of here. And you, and you see the change that's going on, brother. You see the change. We scored him to the door. You know, there's no QTV nonsense. The, the sports entertainment is to a minimum. Um, we had a very unfortunate Samoa Joe segment last night. But we'll, we'll, we'll get to that eventually. But, uh, yeah, it was good dynamite. Good dynamite. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a good show, man. It was a good show. Charlie, how you doing over there? Doing okay. I didn't watch Dynamite Live. I was asleep. I'd had a long day yesterday. But I watched the show today and it was a great it was a good time. It's a lot more fun watching shows sometimes when you're not trying to keep up with Twitter at the same time. But uh yeah, just had a chill day today. Went and saw some friends, but I'm ready for the review now. It'll be a good time. Yeah, we're gonna get into it, of course. And Holbert, last but not least. How's it going? Mm-hmm. Good mate, Merry Christmas. Um Merry Christmas. The streak continues. I'm indeed taking full credit for AEW's revival <laughs> as we continue on here into a new era, right? The whole bit era, I think Shivani called it last night. So thrilled to be back. So lots of good wrestling to talk about. A couple of bad things to talk about, but we'll navigate those without getting in any trouble and get on out of here safely. Even when AEW Dynamite's good, it's always going to have like a little something sprinkled in there. That's, that's uh, wrestling had got for discussion to say this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's, wrestling should be that way, you know. Now, if wrestling's ever like pristine or flawless, it's just over. It's finished. Needs to be a little bit of shit in there that makes you question why you watch. So, we we, we continue as we were. Yeah, man. Uh, let's uh dive straight into some super chats. Let's do that. Uh, keep them coming, of course, of course. Appreciate them always. Karan, four hundred rupees. Appreciate you as always. Uh, I love Matt. And was looking forward to this Roosh match, but they seem to have anti-chemistry, unfortunately. Mark Swerve was unreal, though. Christian Edge added to the 2023 catalogue of older wrestler matches being awesome. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, we're going to get, of course, like I said, we're going to get into AW Dynamite. Got a lot to say about all of those, really. Uh, Willie499, appreciate you as always. Who robbed Tony Khan more? The Bucks quiet quitting after signing NBA-level contracts or Adam New Era New era of AEW Copeland who's never tangibly impacted business. I mean, I like seeing wrestlers paid, brother. You know? Mm-hmm. I like seeing them get paid. Wrestlers have been, uh, they were grossly underpaid like back in the day. And then WCW and WWE going back and forth helped it a bit. And now AEW and WWE going back and forth has helped it a bit. And, you know, some people are getting, no, they're getting them big contracts. I fucking goats pockets. <laughs> Stop <laughs> pocket you never 
Prasad, uh, 40 rupees. Appreciate it as always. Which NXT stars the Triple H most rue losing to AEW? We spoke about this a little bit yesterday. I don't think that's... I don't think that's where AEW is looking, really, you know. Um, I'm sure there would, like, you know, if Ilya decided to go into free agency and really, like, you know, um, test the waters in that sense, I'm sure that would kind of grab their interest a bit. But I don't think they're looking at, you know, NXT contracts that are coming up. The question is talent that has gone. Oh, okay. Um, I would say Andrade, to be honest. Oh, it's Andrade. Oh, back up Hangman, you know, who has you know, a good amount of connections at, at WWE. He says that Triple H consistently tries about not having Swerve Strickland anymore. So. Hmm. Well. Hmm. <laughs> well, we all know Swerve loves him, so. <laughs> <laughs> Ibu, back up hangman, whatever you want to call him. Ibrahim and Yang, 499. Appreciate you. Currently stealing the white man's bag at work. Dynamite has been a functional wrestling program for two weeks. Colt versus Cage was very good before that ending. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Thanks for the 499. Dan Walker, five pounds. Appreciate you. With news on Diana, what do you think she does? Uh, which best pal does she choose, Chelsea or Brit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. I've been I've been doing the Diana to AEW thing for a while. Uh, someone that's on the screen right now is very dismissive of me for that. Not gonna name who. He's convinced about total non-stop action securing that signature. But enough about Monty. Um, I <laughs> I just think the Triple H Diana thing was like not a. She's had her own yeah, comments they, on that time, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she, they, they do not like each other. Well, she really doesn't like him, and I just I don't think he thinks a whole lot about her. But right, hey man, once you once once you get that once you get that WWE look, you you can you can sell pictures online for the rest of your life. Real. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Be interesting. I don't know. I, I'm going to stick with my prior guess, even though I think there is good reason to assume it's WWE. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. 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 I like her. I, I, I do like I do appreciate her. I, I, I do respect her for carrying herself like a star, though. But, you know, yeah. she rings. What a ring! So what? What, what classes is a ring? You know. <laughs> Bam, two dollars. Appreciate it, Manta Booker, Monty Booker of the decade, Joe Charlie, and CEO Ao. Yeah, man, we got the, we got caught the liner. The treating us. Ibu just giving us all these money straight up. You know, respect, bro, respect. <laughs> All-star lineup, Dynamite stopped sucking, and all of a sudden, Joe and A.O. make the Thursday Towns not sleep. <laughs> hey, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> that implies that us being on the show isn't the reason the show's good, which is a complete... I mean, that's ridiculous. This is a plan. It's a rebuild, right, we're, we're building this thing up from the bottom. You feel me? Me and Joe, we're doing a lot of, a lot of long hours in the Jacksonville offices, putting these shows together. And, and I think that we deserve to reap some reward. You feel me? Absolutely. 
You can do it in local Some media too. Yo, on the BTE PTO <laughs> schedule. Yo, I do fucking live stream, bro. Like, I'm, I'm there every watch along. Put in, put yeah. in the real gritty hours. Mm-hmm. Bro, like, it's, it's a feckless job doing the Twitch work. It's all you got to do. It's a good worker. If you don't understand. Uh, Mazfan84199, appreciate it. Who in Reservoirs would catch most fans from social media? Chris. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I mean, if we're, if we're just going off being a freak, it's evil. Chris, Ibu, IO. Um, I don't know, man. Um, there's definitely a, a few contenders, though, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know who would get to hand out the phones, or we haven't quite got a Brian Danielson, you know. Jamie, I, I know. <laughs> Poor Jamie. <laughs> get a DM from Jamie. Boss man sent me. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do now? Phantom FTW, £4, appreciate. Is it true that Brian gave Dan Housen so many fines for his social media conduct he had to start bootlegging his own merch just to pay them off? I don't think so. I don't think so. Bootlegging <laughs> merchandise is crazy. I hope he wasn't doing that. That's such a layered super chat. <laughs> you need to know so much background for that. Oh, oh super chat to a good time, you know. Short on Spurs with one five dollars. Appreciate him as always. I'm really enjoying the Continental Classic. Then again, I can do math. That was a Very weird true. discourse earlier in the week when people were just completely <laughs> blown away while round robbing. <laughs> it got top today. It's so funny because someone was like, "Why would Mark Briscoe continue to wrestle? He's out." <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> that was that. insane. I was like. Do you guys not watch sports? Like, do you have... The craziest thing about that is when they... Because they've kept saying on commentary, right, they're going to wrestle even in the, when they're eliminated. And my dad was like, why do they have to say that? Like, of course they're going to wrestle. The matches can't just not happen. And I was like, trust me. They need to say it. everything they say. They need to say that and more. Bro. People are confused. I went on Twitter immediately afterwards and someone was like, Mark's going to keep going? What is he, a lunatic? <laughs> He's out already. Go home. It's like, it's a tournament. My goodness, you can't do anything. Imagine, you know? imagine if in sports, when when a team's like statistically eliminated from the playoffs, they just quit. They just give yeah. up on the rest of the season. Like the fucking the Charlotte Hornets, twenty games into the year, they're like, all right, we gave it a go this year, y'all. It's over. You know what? Sometimes I do wish Chelsea would do that. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. unfortunately, it's an idea. Yeah. <laughs> Which is them. Four dollars. Appreciate you as always. It felt like the only wrestlers that got paid back then was Hall and Nash Long. I mean, they definitely they they worked it out, brother. You know, <laughs> they worked they don't it out. Band for band with the young boys. <laughs> <laughs> Shout Spurs. Four dollars. Appreciate you as always. Having these MGF Devil segments down to three to five minutes is much more palatable than the twenty-minute slogs we had before. True. Yes. Yeah. I completely agree. Will Chisholm, $4. Appreciate you as always. At some point, Triple H can't sign all of the good women. He does have a roster, law. I mean, yeah, that's that's, well, I mean, that's an issue. He, he can't sign all the good women, but we're, we're talking about the virtuoso here. So... This is... Let's just get slanderous now. You know? <laughs> no, 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 no. She's good, man. You know, she does limb work. You know? 
I know you hate it. I know why you hate slim work, you know. Yeah. Oh, I think I've been she doesn't she doesn't really do flips or anything, you know. Oh not... brother, she does do flips, she does a moonsault all the time. Watch her wrestle, why you she does a moonsault all the time. Yeah, but I mean like she don't really do like, you know, the IO specials, you know. Nah, She's not the AO special. <laughs> try, to, try, try to label me a flips merchant. When I fought you for that match should be 2022 rest of the year? No, 2021 rest of the year is is crazy. You try well, you to do tweet, you do you do scream do a flip nigga at like every wrestler that doesn't do a flip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is evidence of this. <laughs> I think there was evidence of this last night. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. That was different. Yeah, but case by case, you know. <laughs> anyway, Yuzura Heart, $10, appreciate you. The secret to Dynamite is just utilising the roster to put one to three stars in literally every segment. Yes, sometimes you need to have Tony Knees go eight and lose clean, but that's a once an episode thing. What do you think, John? Yeah, absolutely. The tournament has kind of forced their hand to show us a style of dynamite that we've wanted for a long time. Right? I, I agree completely. The roster has enough depth for a guy like Roosh to just lose a match. To be fair, Roosh is a bad example because he's a guy who's played that role, you know, quite a bit. But last week, Jay White and Swerve. Did anyone see Jay White as less of them for getting rolled up by Swerve last week? No, of course they didn't. You know, so I think there's a lesson to be learned. Obviously, you're not going to have the exact same formatting beyond the the tournament. But that formula that's mentioned here in this super chat is absolutely something you can still keep. It's we want to see the best talent, right? Like Dynamite, when you officially have free TV shows, Dynamite is where you really make sure the guys that are getting featured, guys and girls getting featured are the top talent. So I think that's been kind of a, a huge plus the last couple of weeks. It's definitely helped. It's definitely helped. Like you said, they've got the roster for it, man. So use it. Jonathan Gomez, one ninety nine, appreciate you. AO had a bigger return than CM Punk, I fear. It's big business. It's big business. Many people are saying this. They are. Isora, heart, $5. Appreciate you. Ibi tweeted, I'm leaking on main money. I need WrestlePurious to have fines too in the thousands what? if possible. Why did he tweet that? Oh, because of the swerve. No, because of the um, hangman uh, MJF interaction. It's Samoa Joe. He just tweeted in all caps on leaking. I that feels excessive, on. really. I go pervert. <laughs> yeah. He does get weird sometimes, you know. Yeah. He does, uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might have to look into this fine business, you know. Mm. Might be able to, uh, you know, raise, raise the budgets at WrestlePurist off uh, the fines of the talent, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's um. What should we start? With? Should we start with news, or shall we start with Dynamite review? Just ignore it. <laughs> let's do it. It's like the fuse. It's like the fuse. <laughs> what the fuck is they say? Let's do it. <laughs> Boom! Right. Let's get on. Let's just get to it. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. You know the deal. Come on, let's get to it. <laughs> Alright, let's get to it, you know. Let's load the fuse. AEW Dynamite live from Montreal last night. And it opened up with John Moxley versus Roosh. And um 
you know, although we were saying everything was good about Dynamite, I actually I didn't really enjoy this that much. I, it kind of underwhelmed me in terms of what I was expecting. They never seemed to be like perfectly on the same page throughout. Although, like overall, there was some good stuff in it, you know, and it wasn't a bad match by any means whatsoever. You know, they just can't. They just they just weren't quite in sync the way I would have wanted them to be. Um, am I crazy, Joe? I liked it quite a bit more than you, but I totally see what you're what you were kind of talking about. So I don't think you're crazy necessarily. I just think the issues of the match and the kind of roughness around the edges affected you more than it did me. Um, I definitely think there was some clunky moments, and it mm. felt at times like they they struggled to move beyond just the kind of raw dynamic of them just whacking each other. You know, like we kind of go back to that. And I, but honestly, the beauty of this matchup is even if this is one of the kind of worst versions of this pairing, they still did whack each other an awful lot, didn't they? So it was, I like the match, even though I, I get your complaints. And to be fair, did think it was much worse than their their last AEW match. And I think they can do way better, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah, definitely. Because it's like, yeah, the last match was really good. And um, yeah. kind of expected them to be, if, if anything goes, expected better, you know? And you know, yeah, this one it, yeah. just didn't kind of. It clicked the way I wanted it to, although it was still good, but high expectations for Mox and Roosh. Uh, right. Charlie, where are you at? I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like anything special. It was just an opening dynamite match. Like, out of like all the tournament matches, any match that's not been a Jay Lethal match, this is like the most forgettable to me. Nothing against Jay Lethal, I just think he's a very boring wrestler. So, but yeah. this is the one that just doesn't stand out as something that's been quite impactful on the shows. So, yeah, if they do have another match in the future, I hope it hits a bit more, but I enjoyed it for what it was. So. Do we think Roosh is actually struggling with his leg, or is that like just a storyline? Yeah, it takes for the tournament? Yeah, and he looked to me like, and again, you never know if he's selling. If he is selling, what an incredible bit that he can sell that way. Yeah, you know, like, but <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. He looked a little bit gingerly at times, but I still enjoyed yeah. what it was. I, I yeah. tend to agree. There's still, there's still quite a lot to um, enjoy. That- I think I fixed my mic. Y'all been crying all show. Let me know if it's better now. But um, I hear you. I hear you people slandering John Moxley and Roosh. Joe, I'm sorry Roosh didn't go out there and do a 6:30 splash. Monty, I'm sorry you didn't see a Phoenix splash out there. Yeah. You British flip merchants. This was this was this was good hard hitting wrestling. When I seen John Moxley. Hit that Larry. Oh my god, I stood up in my that seat. was good. That was, that was gorgeous. Sweet, yeah. That was probably not my highlight, I, man. No, but um, in all seriousness, I saw people I saw people whose uh opinions that I like take seriously, they're not like bad faith, like fucking weirdos, whatever. They weren't high on the match. I, I don't know, bro. I had a lot of fun with it. I had a lot of fun with the match. I don't I don't know what people's issue with it was. But um they definitely they definitely didn't have a better match in them, but I didn't I didn't walk away from that feeling disappointed. Yeah, I just you know I was looking for that six thirty, and I think once he does bring it out, I'll finally better go over three. You know I me, mean? I'm I'm big on that stuff, right? Like I sit over the checkboard and like, here's what it is, man. And just we all watch wrestling differently, right? It did pop me how uh, it did pop me how you know Mox wins with the rear naked choke, and then <laughs> Rouge gets choked out, and then immediately after just jumps yeah. up complaining at the referee. You know, I thought that was pretty cool, honestly, legitimately. Yeah, I, mean, it. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if they clued was... in um, Taz, was it Taz and Tony that 
Excalibur was the one that explained what he they were going for, right? I think because <clears throat> he was no, saying like the music. He's. I think it was Excalibur that said the music was what kind of because that happens in MMA all the time. Guys will wake yeah, up. Someone gets, like, someone gets choked for? out and they, they yeah. wake up immediately and they're like, no, 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 I wasn't out, I wasn't out, I wasn't out. But mm-hmm. you never right. see that in wrestling. So people are like, you piece of shit. How dare you? No sell. Mox's bulldog right. choke. And Moxley is a he's always influenced by MMA. Like he always uses that stuff. So that's immediately what I thought they were going for. I just don't know if yeah. uh, Taz and Tony were clued in on that being the the idea because it did look funny. It was very rouge, you know. Yeah, just popped straight back up. Yeah. <laughs> did you see his tweet about it as well? He was just like, "The ref didn't even check my arm. I was not knocked out. It was so funny." Real. Tremendous. <laughs> he's a real worker, man. He's a real worker. But yeah, nice match to start, also. But like I said, I was kind of, I was kind of expecting something. Maybe not epic, but you know, high, high yeah. expectations, brother. You know, um, good match nonetheless. So good match. And uh, another three points to John Moxley. Uh, what we got next? Next up, we had a Jay Lethal, Jay White promo. And then we had Roddy and the Kingdom out on the ramp with Renee. Uh, it was quite a brutal promo, to be honest, by uh, Paul Roddy. Yeah. But at the end of it, he ditches the wheelchair. So I'm taking my victories where I can with Roderick Strong, you know, because you have to these days. Yeah. Wheelchair they said, they said Holbert fell to his knees, bro. He was loving the wheelchair gimmick. <laughs> I just, I got to ask you guys, can I still vote for it for best gimmick? Or do you think, like, is it still, it's still yeah, it's not right? yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, I was devastated. Um, there's such range to this gimmick he's been doing, you know, and it just gets me every time the way he yells names. Um, so I'm going to be really upset to see him wrestling matches again, especially the Hangman match, right? Who could possibly be excited about that? It's oh, not like that's going to be incredible. Right? <laughs> no, but seriously, it's, uh, this was a segment worth doing to get where we ended up because that match yeah. is going to be... Because you saw in the tournament when Roddy was wrestling even with the gimmick, he was still going nuts because he only knows one way, mm-hmm. right? So now that the gimmick is he's moving beyond that, He's going to bring it, and the physicality next week is going to be uh, pretty special. So I'm happy with the direction here. Me too. Yeah, yeah. We all we all happy that Roddy's ditched the wheelchair, Charlie. Yes, thank God. Can he ditch the yelling next? Because I'm so tired of it. Please just let Roddy be Roddy. I don't need all this extra shit to go with it. I just want him to wrestle. I just want him to be a boring dude who fucking chops. Yeah, people, man. Yeah. I just want him to be an average white guy that gets in the ring and is a fucking beast. I don't need him to have a stupid gimmick. Yeah, yeah hopefully they start wrapping it up and he can. Honestly, my, my only issue with the gimmick was that he just wasn't allowed to wrestle. Like, if he. Yeah. Like, yeah, it did, it did wear a thing, but if he was wrestling this whole time, if he was wrestling every other week, I would have been fine with it. But they're just like, you're going you're gonna to be this annoying pride baby and you can't wrestle. Like, just. See, I didn't have an issue until until the crowd started picking up on the yelling of Adam. And now it happens like whenever anyone called Adam is on screen. And they have too many Adams in the company for me to yeah. be able to handle this. So I'm very over the gimmick. We may have to leave Adam Cole off TV for a little bit to let people forget, it's you know? It's like we've got Adam Copeland, Adam <laughs> Cole, and Hangman Adam Page. It's like we can't have any of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
unfortunate. But... Yeah, it was quite unfortunate. Like I said, the promo as well from Roddy was uh, brutal. <laughs> He's not, you know, he is not Roddy Piper, folks. This is breaking <laughs> news here in 2023. I mean, it is what it is. He's like, honestly, he's been better. Make that what you will, but we'll leave it there. I think this is just uh indictment of the promo classes in the PC, which we will be having a deeper dive on later in the podcast. <clears throat> we will. <laughs> Great. This is uh this was a good bit of business coming up though. Um backstage interview of Hangman Adam Page is then interrupted by MJF. The two kind of go back and forth. Hangman draws to be the bigger man and walk away, but MJF can't resist, you know, and he says something under his breath about him being boring or something like that. And then Hangman's like, really? We're doing this, you know? <laughs> We're really doing this right now. The two go back and forth some more. It gets, starts getting heated and more heated. And then Samoa Joe, <laughs> out of nowhere, the real enforcer of AEW, splits it up, tells the Max that he's got better things to be worrying about right now, etc., etc. And, uh, there's quite a few things teased here. Quite a few things to get excited about, I guess. Um, but yeah, more people added to the MJF first, it seems. Uh, but yeah, it, nonetheless, he is the world champion. So, you know, you can definitely make sense of it somehow, you know. And uh, yeah, hang on. MJF, some other job in the picture as well. A few ways this could go, Ayo. I think... Um... The best news of this, I think somebody's finally telling MJF no in AEW, which thank fucking God. But um, yeah, it's a few ways to go. Um, Hangman went out there. He said, he said, Swerve, I know what you want most in AEW. Obviously, alluding to the World Championship, because I'm not gonna let you get it. So that was that was alluding to uh, a future World Title feud. Um, between those two, and then MJF pulls up. They have their they have their uh, little promo battle. They they recall they recall their history. They talk about the dynamite diamond ring, all that stuff, and uh, teasing a match between them two. And then Samoa Joe comes up and it's like he's like, is there a problem here? Teasing a match between Hangman and Joe. These all things I would love to see, bro. All things I would love to see, much more than uh, Devil Ninjas and and whatnot. Oh, we'll get to the ninjas. Uh, yeah, Charlie, Hangman. Yes. MJF, Samoa Joe, Swerve mentioned Hangman's not done with him either. So uh, there's a, there's a lot here, Charlie, for you to get excited about. There is. I'm just I was happy to see Hangman, and then they're spreading him straight back into the title picture, or at least in the orbit of it. It seems. I have a theory that they feel like who the devil is got way too obvious, so they're just throwing more people in to try and keep people on their toes. But Hangman being yeah. a choice for it, I'm not upset about it. So. Um, but yeah, a lot to get excited about. I feel like him and MJF could probably have a really good match as long as it's not overbooked mm-hmm. bullshit. But we'll uh, see. folks, Charlie, <laughs> I'm very sorry. I, I hate to interrupt you, but I believe we have news regarding a match at Final Battle. Uh-oh. I believe we have news. Uh oh. It appears they are job. doing. It appears they are doing Blackpool Combat Club versus FTR what? and Mark Briscoe at Final Battle. It appears what? that is happening. Dax is tweeted earlier thing. about wanting to do the, the Briscoes. You know, it's a, it's a special occasion. It was their yeah. last match last year. It was the first. It appears, based on the one person who's currently watching Ring of Honor, which is my friend Matt, <laughs> that is being announced for Final Battle. So I apologize, Bless. Charlie. 
I mean, we hey, bro, can you please say this nice chicken farmer, this nice father, son, <laughs> brother, Mark Briscoe, away from these two thugs? Like, why does he keep getting paired with these criminals, bro? What is going on? But, um, good. They finally booked the series match and sell some tickets. They're sitting at about 1K right now. Uh, I was looking at the final battle card, and I saw that they announced uh, Ethan Page and Tony Nese contract signing tonight for Honor Club. So uh, I wasn't sure if that was really going to, you know, get get the rest of the 2K people in the building. But uh, yeah, Blackpool Combat Club and Mark Briscoe in there is a good start. It's unfortunate about the other two. Hi, <laughs> Italian, you know. So, uh, yeah, Joe, back to, back to Dynamite, yes. of course. Back to Dynamite, of course. Uh, there was a lot of layers with this backstage segment, wasn't there? There was indeed. Uh, the segment itself was terrific. Uh, and Hangman, I thought, had a really refreshing energy. Hangman sometimes, for me, is like he's either down on his light or he's super fired up. And I've always wanted him to find like a middle ground to go with those. And I thought this was it here. I thought he was great. Um, good stuff. Definitely had a moment to myself there when I heard them talk about Double or Nothing 2019 and realized that is, in fact, four and a half years ago. Life's tough. Um, so really good segment, but you you both touched on it, like all three of you did. It's interesting the direction here, right? This felt very purposeful. And with what happens to Max later, maybe it's just a one-off thing to create some doubt about the devil. But I don't know. It's because not only did it include Hangman, but he mentioned Swerve first. Yeah. So it all kind of it left me wondering as to the direction, honestly. So I mean that's the ideal segment, right? It was entertaining and it left me intrigued as to what's next. Like that's just really good stuff. So I like this a lot. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of seeds for the future. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, like uh, Hangman accused uh, <laughs> he accused Hangman. No, MJF accused Hangman of being a devil. Um, what so else? Rude. Anything else that I missed from the from that segment? I can't. Think, I don't think there was. Uh, but yeah, like I said, there was a lot of layers, there, a lot of things for people to get excited about. New people in the MJF first, but you know. We'll, uh, we'll keep it moving. Next up, Continental Classic, back in the Gold League, and we have Swerve Strickland getting three points against Mark Briscoe, which was a really, really good match. Mark Briscoe, <sighs> in my opinion, has been a—he's uh, been tremendous in this. You know, I, I know I'm not going to get my wish of him winning yeah. the tournament. You know, currently sitting on zero <laughs> points. You know, <laughs> we're sitting on zero points at the moment. It's not looking. It's not looking too promising. But his performances have been spectacular. And in my opinion, I think he's probably had the best gold league match every week so far. So mm-hmm. um, I really enjoyed this as well. Uh, Swerve looked great. Mark just keeps on delivering, doesn't he, Joe? He does, yeah. I co-sign completely. Um, Mark is at, he's at my favourite match each week on Wednesday. And I thought this was the best match of this block thus far. I actually thought it run the... Uh, the Danielson King match pretty damn close too. This was tremendous. That first section they worked around the headlock. The way the announcers pushed the idea that Mark is wrestling more cautiously because of how much is on the line. I mean, they're the great. I love those elements to tournament wrestling because they're stories you can specifically tell in this context. The way it built, um, the way that Swerve was able to actually be the heel in this match, and because he was smart enough to adjust, and he was wrestling Mark Briscoe, the crowd actually embraced that shape of the match too, like because. Swerve's getting really over, and his first two matches were against heels. So he was really the babyface. Yeah. 
the way you adjusted back here to being the heel in this match, I thought it was tremendous. Um, you know, we've said it every week with Mark Briscoe. It's like skill for skill, talent for talent. Like that dude, do not take him for granted as to what he can do as a singles wrestler for the rest of his time in yeah, AEW sure. and beyond because he's special. So um, great match. I love what this tournament has done for Swerve in terms of keeping him on the TV in big matches. Right? And that's the yeah, saying sure. that we always talk about momentum with AEW. It's kind of like a happy accident they've got with this tournament. Swerve is in the ball game every week. He's in the picture. So whole thing is a huge positive. I, I love the match. Yeah, winning matches that actually mean something as well. It's probably one of the best jobs they've done of like someone have someone who has like a good momentum going and then they top it off with a huge pay-per-view match or right. like having a huge moment on pay-per-view. Like you just like you just mentioned, like AEW sometimes they have been criticized for how they follow up on things like this. Um this example of the Continental Classic with Swerve getting these wins that actually mean something week to week and keeping in the picture. Um it's been one of the best examples of them following up on someone having a big moment. But yeah, man. Uh, Charlie, Suave, Briscoe, good stuff. I love this match. I think this is my favourite match of the tournament so far. So I watched uh, Eddie Bryan today as well, and obviously that match was incredible. But there was just something about this match. It felt special on the uh, Swerve-Mark Briscoe one. I think Mark's my MVP for the tournament so far. He's just been fucking incredible, like, every week and yeah i really like this and i honestly hope they wrestle again in the future because they have really good chemistry together so yeah really good stuff yeah man good stuff uh ayo another good performance from swerve she's just cranking him out now brother um i don't want to swerve guy on the channel or whatever or i'm curious to like the swerve guys were but i i feel like this is the best match of the tournament because you like, Eddie, Eddie and Brian was incredible, but, like, you see, like, Swerve is really, like, building towards something, and, like, every week he's getting closer to something, whether it be the Triple Crown, which he's probably not going to win, but um the AEW World Championship, which he's definitely going to win eventually in the future. So seeing somebody rise like that, like, naturally, too, like, because, like, the company, like, I'm not saying AEW, like, left him for dead, but it's not like the company, like, signed him and was like, yes, this guy's 100% a future world champion. So you really got to see him, like, go from like a tag guy or just somebody who's gonna have, supposed to have like nice matches in the mid carter to a bona fide main eventer having the matches of the week on dynamite all the time. Well you guys said you guys like the Mike Briscoe matches more but you know it's up for debate. I like I like to sort of versus um Jay White more than the Briscoe match last week. But um I can't put over Mark Briscoe enough. I, I said it on stream yesterday. Some people got mad at me. Mark Briscoe's 2023 kicks the shit out of Jay White's 2023, bro. Like, it, it, it just does, bro. Like, and it, it, I never thought I'd be saying that, but um, I, I really like Mark. I obviously really like Swerve. They need to keep it. They need to keep like when this tournament is over. Mark needs to be a regular player on AEW. There's five hours of television every week. There's no reason why we should go months without seeing Mark Briscoe. Uh, he shouldn't be relegated to honor club. Like, no, I just, I just hope that you know, and he's getting great reactions too. Like, at, in the beginning of the match, like Joe touched on it, but in the beginning of the match, Swerve was getting cheered a little way too hard. They just started spitting on Mark Briscoe, and the <laughs> yeah. crowd was like, "Oh yeah, we love Mark. Like, what are you doing to him?" And then they, yeah. then the heel face dynamic was able to be like properly established from there. And then it was, it was, it was a great match. Man. It was a great. Match. Yeah, really good stuff, man. Really yeah. good stuff. And Swerve. another 
Go on. Sorry, mate. I was just going to swerve gives you, he's a good challenge in that way in terms of booking because you need to actually do a good job of your baby face because you don't want to sw- turn swerve. He's a great heel. So therefore, yeah. you have to actually make sure you're you're giving the baby faces a reason for the people to get behind them. And I, I think that may help if indeed he's going to be in this title orbit here sooner than later. Carry on as you were, money. I was just going to say another three points of Swerve, undefeated, yeah. just like John Muxley, who uh, they're going to be facing each other next week. You know, mm-hmm. Dallas, Texas, they came face to face at some point during this show. Um, yeah, I've got it. I've got it noted down anyway. But yeah, Hangman. No, not Hangman. Swerve versus Moxley next week. That's definitely another one. Someone's always got to go, Joe Hall. But... Yeah, and to the whole conversation we just had, it says a lot about how quickly Swerve has made up ground from kind of upper mid-card potential to he's an actual top guy because when he walked into this scene, it was like, oh, this is a big one. And as much as we all can rate Swerve, or not in some cases, um, Four months ago, this would not have been a big match. This would be a match for Moxley to win on TV, you know. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's like doing it on TV. People on Twitter would have yeah. got excited because they know Sir right. can go, and they Mox is obviously Mox, but now it's two bona fide huge stars in the company head to yeah. head. It's and it's like a it's an example of how sometimes with guys, it can kind of feel like it happens overnight, even though it's the opposite, right? Swerve's been wrestling for years. He'd been in AEW since I think February or maybe March 2022, maybe. And it's like he was kind of, yeah. So he was kind of like waiting, and then all of a sudden, boom! He's it feels like he's there. You know, it's like that one feud changed it for him, and it it doesn't seem like he's gonna be looking back. So very exciting. Mm -hmm, Definitely. I'm gonna take a quick pause to do some super chats. Ivan Sanchez, five dollars. Appreciate it. Devil faction will be the kingdom plus undisputed era plus Wardlow, uh, minus Roddy. Roddy is too over, and he will be MGF's new best friend for life. Uh, best friend forever, BFF. Mm. Um, I'd say you're mm. cooking there a little bit, just a little bit. There's some truth there, I think. There's some ingredients. Mass on 84, 199, appreciate it. Tony Khan, book low key versus Rush at final battle, and it will sell. <laughs> Fuck. I would. My goodness, could you imagine? Do you think Tony, do you, do you, Tony Khan's definitely considered. A bit of low key, somewhere. Do you think you're terrified of him? Unfortunately, you just can't. You can't trust low key, bro. You can't. It's <laughs> the fact that they like, but you can't trust low key. Which WrestleCon was it? Was it last year or the year before when he like, tried to jump? Yeah. When he tried to jump the rail? <laughs> it was like it was. It was. It was not this Mania week, but it last was the year before. Week, yeah. 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 He, the fact that when they bought Ring of Honor, they just kept saying a triple threat without mentioning the third man who won the thing tells you a lot about <laughs> they they gave him the Benny treatment, bro. That's pretty crazy. But you know, none of the Benny is not even like he's like a criminal. No, like, he's not just he's, not, he's, just, like, he's just an asshole. He's just a dickhead, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of based, honestly. <laughs> okay, man. It's sad, bro. Loki, Loki should be a millionaire, bro. He, sure. he got in his own way. Oh, Dunman's five dollars appreciate. I'm thinking Big Mark Briscoe has earned himself a regular place on TV after this tournament is over. Absolutely, Absolutely. as we were just mentioning, hundred uh, percent. Brain Buster four ninety nine. Appreciate it. it was always was that FTR versus Briscoe's one and two going to final battle and that Jay Briscoe tribute to. Tribute match is going to have me in tears. Can't wait. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be great. 100%. Yeah. Uh, Rest in peace, well. Jay Briscoe. 
forever and ever. Um, yeah, so uh, oh, hold on. Andrew DeJohn, two pounds, appreciate it. Ziegler versus Loki rematch can happen now. <laughs> I didn't know that much happened. Yeah. Oh, it's Key, famous for something. He nearly knocked Ziggler out, yeah. <laughs> knocked him silly. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. Oh, dear. oh, maybe I've seen the clip, actually. Maybe I just didn't realise who, who it was. <laughs> didn't realise it was He's one of the few yeah. WWE guys that Key didn't bury, so it might, it, there's actually genuinely a chance they try to book him for uh, Red's promotion. What's Red's promotion called? House of Glory? House of Glory. Yeah. yeah. They may try, I mean, they do some weird shit over there. They may try and book that thing. Yeah. Legitimately. <laughs> they do, yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh, they booked uh, Loki versus Kenta double count out. Loki versus Shingo double count out. There was one. Loki just refuses the job, bro. Like, they bring did, over um, stars and Loki refuses to lose. They did Brody King and Jacob Fatu, and they did a 90 second no contest. Like, got immediately out the ring, brawled and got thrown out. It was like full 70s wrestling. It was incredible. That's insane. Yeah, and you know people traveled for that match, bro. Like people, there's somebody out there that drove two hours for that match. (laughs) (laughs) That's so fucked. They did Marafuji vs Eddie there last year. They did, yes, and they and they run out of time. They the undercard went too long, so they only had seven minutes left. But the match died. Jesus Christ, that's great at all. Not that I bought that show or anything. I'm not mad. Not me. I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> I've only watched one match from House of a uh, House of Glory show, and it was the Briscoes Aussie Open match. Good match. Yeah. Very when was match. when was that? That match? was. I remember it. I remember what that it was October after... last year. Yeah. Okay. So like October well, like 26th or something dumb like that. Since, since we're talking about since we're talking about all, I mean um House of Glory for a second, y'all boys. Y'all, one, two, three, Monty, Chuck, and Joe, y'all boys, Grizzly Young Vex, they went out there, and they had, like, a 30-minute match, and, like, 15 <laughs> minutes into the match, they were laying in headlocks. I'm like, what is okay. going on here, bro? You, like, you've accused me of many things on this show, but that was a new low, man. Let's take it easy. My boys, come on. The this, this is the first time I watched them wrestle since, like, uh-huh. Black and Gold. And I'm like, all right. You know, sometimes I can get I can get spiteful about them. I'm gonna give them a chance. They went out there and did some nonsense, bro. I'll, I'll get these niggas off my fucking television screen. <laughs> I haven't did watched any see... of their post WWE matches yet. Did Did you see the hero and Kenta tag went 28 minutes? Did you see that? The one at West Coast 20. Oh, I saw that nearly fell out of my chair. I couldn't believe it. 28 minutes. Dear my God. Goodness. Chris Hero getting back sure. in. Uh... They brought up the defibrillator for Hero after the match. Look at, look at this. Always trying to get your spotlight. House of Glory wanted me to be a consultant. The content I could get out of that, man. <laughs> Should have took it up, brother. Jamie Ross has issued his first fine, by the way. Oh, oh, no. Sorry to tell you. Jamie Ross. Jamie's boys. Yeah, Jamie's a big guy. 500 pound. Oh, no. Pounds, great British oh, pounds, five hundred pound fine for, oh, for the GYV slander. Jamie, we could talk about this, bro. We could talk about this. <laughs> Let's negotiate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of them's that. One of them's going to be at the Rev Pro show next Saturday. Which one is it? Zach Gibson. He's wrestling for the world title. Yeah, he'll be Zach. I hope for your sake, Zach. Yes. Yeah, 
Um, all right. So uh, next up, we had a Mariah May promo. She was just kind of uh, being a big fan of Tony Storm, and she does kind of like, you know uh, putting over. You know, she's defending her title tonight. So you know, she was. You know, not not really much to this, was there? You know, Mariah May. Not really. Uh, it was alright. Next up, this was there's some stuff to this. Samoa Joe and MJF versus the masked men, the devil's masked men. Oh, it didn't happen. (laughs) What was that? The second or third time that they've advertised the match and just didn't happen. Yeah. Samoa Joe makes his entrance. We all pop. We get ready to see Samoa Joe in action. You know, I had my towel around my neck, Joe. You know, I was was ready. I was ready to see Joe do his thing, you know. Um, But yeah, he gets to the ring. No MGF. The lights go off. The devil's mass ninjas come to uh they all they all come to ringside, they all like surround the ring, the lights are like flashing, I think. <laughs> and then the lights go off again, and then the mass men disappear, and then the Titan Tron comes on, and MJF is laid out, someone's hitting with a bottle, and he's laid out backstage. Some old Joe's like, Oh my god, what's happened? And he sprints, didn't know he could run so fast. Uh but he sprints into the back. And this wasn't uh Samoa Joe's been involved in some funny horseshit angles during his lifetime, you know. <laughs> He's had a what a career, Joel, but all I could think about was God bless the producer who had to lay this thing out to the big man, you know. So what you're gonna do is <laughs> then they're like the lights are gonna flicker and you're gonna just kind of stand there. <laughs> bro, the Russo PTSD flashbacks that Joe must have had yeah. in that moment, bro. It was, cra- it, was, it was really bad. And also, I legitimately felt bad for, for Montreal because they were really excited to see Joe and they didn't get Joe. You know, I, I genuinely like, I always think it's lame when you do the ad, you do the you know, bait and switch deal. Yeah. But like, yeah, on a card with this loaded, like, did you even need to advertise that way? You could have just advertised it as a fight, even. You know, it's just, I don't know. I always think it's lame when you do that. But um, thankfully, mm-hmm. there was other good stuff on the show. Thankfully. People asked me what what happened on the show, what happened with the tag match, and I was like, bro, they did a fucking WWE bait and switch. And then I thought to myself, I was like, yo, you can't even call it a WWE bait and switch anymore, because I don't do it anymore, bro. Yeah. Nobody should be doing this shit anymore. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's lame. Yeah. It's, part of, it's part of MJF's masterful storytelling, so. <laughs> I just need you to win this belt, <laughs> we all agree on where the belt should end up and we just discussed him a moment ago and he's upcoming match with mox and that's that's awesome mm-hmm. but the samojo character has now gone so far down this path like i'm sorry i'd need him to win this belt <laughs> like he's protecting max yeah i just just give me something you know it's christmas yeah, just a little you know yeah, like, naughty days yeah, yeah I'm I just—he <laughs> gave up the TV bell. He's like protecting MJF against fucking ninjas. You know, there's got to be some sort of payoff on that for us as, as viewers. But either way, it was bad. That's the point. I'm—I'm I'm sorry, I've gone yes. off all rails here. But it was very bad. Yes, it was, it was quite bad, bad, wasn't it, Charla? It was really bad. And the funniest thing about this was they had MJF laid out with the smashed bottle. And it's like, wow, you're really laying this hangman stuff in thick. Like, I don't know. It's just, God, I cannot wait for World's End. So hopefully this shit will end. Did you see James Storm popping himself on Twitter? 
Oh, yeah. No, I did no, see that. I know what he said, but he was basically just like, yeah, I did it. There's some shit like that. I, I was howling when I saw the tweet. I was crying. Yeah, Ayo. Right, uh, not the content you want on your Dynamite shows, is it, Ayo? Uh, absolutely fucking not. Uh, I, don't, I, don't really, I don't really do this sports entertainment stuff, bro. It's not, it's not for me. I tune into my wrestling program to see the wrestlers wrestle. Thought I was gonna see the big man Joe. He's been on the tear, bro. I, I think his AW run started like yeah, you know, you're always happy to see some old Joe work, right? Yeah. Well, I, I think the beginning of the AW run was kind of carried by oh yeah, some old Joe. We love Joe. Sure. But now he's doing like he's legitimately doing like great work. Like for, for the last like year or so, I said. But it's so I'm excited to see him wrestle for real. And then it's just like, no, actually, we're gonna give all the epileptics in the arena a seizure. And then Joe's gonna fight some ninjas, and then we're gonna cut to MJF laying in some sugar glass bottles. This is nonsense, bro. Get us off my television screen. I don't want to see this shit. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. But I just didn't anyway. even get in the ring. Like, they just got a toast <laughs> around the outside. Yeah, but why did they go? Why did they even? <laughs> Like, is this an intimidation what tactic? Did they <laughs> Joe was like, Joe was in like stance, throwing jabs, yeah. like he was like, Larry Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> they were on the outside of the ring, and Joe was like, head movement. So he was so uh, dumb. Samoa Joe. You know, it's not. It's not. It's funny enough. It's not the craziest thing he's ever sold for. So no, it's whatever. It's, I, I genuinely think like we have fun about it, but I bet Tim is just like oh. That's what I want to do. We'll do it. You know, he does yeah. it to the best of his ability. I mean, he does. There's only so much you can do in some of these situations. But his reactions to the lights crack me up every time he has to <laughs> sell. Looks around. He's so. <laughs> <laughs> can't believe, he can't believe that and go on and off. He can't get his head around. Yeah. It, you know? So amazed. Oh. Joe has truly seen it all in his career, bro. From like the yeah. piece of Ring of Honor to to Vince Russo TNA to like near. No, actually, not even near. Like full blown dementia, Vince McMahon. Like, yeah, and NXT. I don't think any of this stuff phases him anymore, NXT, bro. It's yeah. just like, all right, bro. Let's 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 get this segment done. I, I tweeted about this recently. Like, I don't know if it's you know, something interesting. It probably not based on the way he generally talks for wrestling. But his book would be incredible for that reason. Like the yeah. highs and lows. He's also someone that's been like Ralph has done multiple times. People forget yeah. when he left TNA in 2014. No, sorry, 2015. They had done such a poor job with him at that point that people were like he's done. It was eight years ago, you know? Like, yeah. it's, it's wild. So People were yeah. saying WWE wouldn't even want him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember, like, there was talk about maybe he'll be in Bullet Club. It's like, yeah. People didn't really care at the time. It's it's crazy. Sure, some Spurs, that's $2. What if Samoa Joe just really likes ninjas? He might. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> find out Joe is cooking all this up, bro. He's like, I just need these ninjas in my story. <laughs> it's the only thing he books. He walks in. Can we get some ninjas in there? Can we? <laughs> uh, good stuff. Uh, well, he wasn't, you know. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Mox and Swerve bump into each other backstage. We kind of already touched on this. Mox cuts a promo. Swerve interrupts him. And uh, they're getting in each other's faces. And, you know, Dallas next week. So versus Max. Lots to look forward to. Uh, Love it. Who, who's, who we got winning this one? I think Max is going to get the win here. Uh, or, do we, or do you think we get a draw? 
Yeah. Yeah, it feels like the time's still a And I assume Mox is coming out of this squad. Yes. So if we draw here, how do we get to Mox having the most points and Swerve not advancing? Are they doing the block finals? Are they doing block finals or not? Do we know yet? I assumed they were, but I'm I'm not sure that's the anymore. Because if they are, then the draw would be even better, right? Because it's like you go to that as the block final and neither man's beat the other. That could be yeah. Yeah. that could be strong. I think we're going to get a couple. I, I do think um, – I don't know if they've taped it yet. See so if they have, I maybe completely am already wrong. But I get the feeling Garcia may take Brody the distance for the other block's draw also. I think they may – because that could be like a great story, right? The idea of Garcia just surviving yeah. to get a point on the board. I think he could pull that off. Um so, yeah, I, I think the draw will be a thing that comes into play here down the stretch, but I think this one is the perfect chance for a draw, Mox and Swerve. Mm. I will say, in this backstage segment, I was surprised Swerve didn't bring up the fact that they've both had Texas death matches with uh, Hangman, and he beat him, but Mox yeah. didn't. And he beat him the same way that Hangman beat him, essentially. Maybe it should be on creative. Yeah. I'll pitch the idea. I'll make it to TV eventually. I'll tweet about it. That's what usually happens. Mm-hmm. Tell me that. <laughs> yeah, man. Swerve, Mox, face to face. Yeah, it wasn't exactly a big extended segment. They just kind of bumped oh. into each other backstage for like 20 seconds. It was seconds. a tease. Yeah, it was a tease. Um, Tony Storm versus Sky Blue up next for the AEW Women's title. We got the big introduction by... Uh, is it Twitter? Is I don't know this guy. I have no idea. You know, I don't know him either, but apparently he's a big deal. Apparently he's a big deal. At Ben Mank, I believe his Twitter is. You know, seems like he does a uh, I don't know some some form of hosting. You know, mm-hmm. he's got a uh, very you know he's got he's got a good voice for that announcing stuff and shit. You know, he's uh anyway he does this long introduction for Tony Storm. You know, it's a uh, part of the shtick, I guess. You know. And uh, yeah, Tony Storm versus Sky Blue. And I have to say that this was probably one, probably one of, if not the, because I'm quite forgetful with these things, but at least one of the better t- timeless Tony Storm performances since she started with that gimmick. Because um, yeah. I've, I've mentioned it before every match because we do a lot of previews on this channel. He's like, I just hope she gets to, she finds the balance right of doing a shtick where she can kind of still do a gimme. But also, we all know Tony Storm's a good wrestler. We know she is. We've yeah. seen her do it. We've seen her do it recently. Um, so it was very frustrating. Like her most recent matches, the time was Tony Storm when she was just doing this. Like the shtick was way too much, and it was like ruining the matches. It was just making them silly and just kind of like the, like one, the, the wrestling matches. The gimmick. Yeah. yeah. Um, but today, that today, last night, I think she found a really nice balance, and she she had what resembled wrestling match with Sky Blue. You know, and. Uh, Definitely a step in the right direction. Hopefully, she maintains this balance. But yeah, Charlie, what did you think of the women's title match? I thought it was pretty solid. They put on a pretty good performance last night. Um, Tony pops me. Like her gimmick in the matches works for me more than like the segments at this point. And the bit with Lufa on the outside where she was like on <laughs> his shoulders and like ran to throw her off the apron. It just pops me. Silly stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I thought. Have they wrestled before? They've got to have wrestled before. Yeah. They have like six yeah. women on this roster, so they've wrestled quite a bit, yeah. What Tony and uh yeah. Sabu have wrestled mm-hmm. many times. Yeah. 
They've wrestled like four times this year, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> On I don't TV. think it roads well that I don't remember any of them. It's, but... To be fair to you, Charlie, it, it was different because the, the hook here, whether it worked or not, is a different question, but the hook was that Sky has, you know, become uh, spooky, I guess. Spooky, or at least mean. Yeah, kind of mean. What's what, 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 like, she's like spooky now, but she's still a baby she's, face, and she's like, now yeah. Julia Hart. Well, like, what, what is going maybe, on here? Maybe she was just sick of the happy-go-lucky gimmick and needed something to get rid of it. I'm not sure this is the avenue I would have chosen, but we'll power to well, it. Shivani was like, and Shivani goes, I really, I like what this mist has done to Sky. Yeah, she didn't write this much. Yeah, Joe, uh, Sky. Look, Sky Blue looks all right out here. Like I was saying, I think the big takeaway is probably Tony's approach, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like the match itself, like, it's a fine match. You know, I don't think any of us are saying it was some match to note for the year-end uh, list or anything. But the more important thing, I think, for where she's her role she is as the world champion right now, it was an encouraging performance for Tony. And, you know, as we've said a million times, ideally you would be figuring this piece out before she wins the belt. That's mm. where we're at. It is what it is. She's doing the best she can with it. And I think this was a clear improvement. She's finding different kind of stylistic quirks that fit the character and feel fitting, right? Because it is such a over-the-top character. You do have to wrestle in a way that matches it. You just do. I mean, it is what it is. And I, I thought it was encouraging. Um, it's never going to be a character that's like saying, I'm totally into, but I must admit, I thought the presentation here was very cool. And I think it's like the biggest thing we've said all along is, whether it's for you or not, you can't argue she is swinging for the fences. And I think yeah. it's the kind of deal where if you're into it, you're going to love it. And I think if that's the case, there's always room to kind of like have these things on the show. Whether it should be the world's title or not, probably not, but this division is not in great health. So you get what you get, right? I mean, for what it was, I thought it was encouraging. Yeah, encouraging signs, A.O. Yeah, um, this match, when I saw this match announced, I was like, this is, is going to cause some Twitter discourse when it ends, and it didn't. So that's always a good thing when there's a when there's a women's match and there's not a whole bunch of discourse afterwards. Um, I like Tony's gimmick. I just think it it, it got in the way of the matches uh, a lot. But she she is finding the balance where it's like she's gonna she's gonna actually wrestle, and then she'll just pick her spots when she's gonna be like timeless Tony Storm mode or whatever. And it's the the gimmick. No matter how we feel about it, like up here. Like the gimmick's really over, not only in the arenas, but like mm-hmm. on social media as well. Like people are so it's not like the like the MJF thing where it's like, oh, the arenas love it, and then everybody on on Twitter is like, this is the worst shit. Like you're you're literally ruining AEW. Like it's just like both sides of the coin here really like it. It's just but I don't think anybody thinks these matches are Tony's career bests, or anybody's gonna be looking back at Tony Storm's career in 20 years and it's like Oh, I remember that time this Tony Storm match with so and so, but um, yeah, I, I, I hope she keeps finding that balance. It was an encouraging match. Yeah, Sky Blue, um, you know, she she went out there and she went out there and did her best. Encouraging signs. <laughs> you really tried your best there, man. You you were putting those words together like. Where do I... How do I do this? I respect it. Yeah, respect. Bull cheers on $5. Appreciate you as always. I bet Joe got PTSD from getting kidnapped back in TNA. Oh, sorry, yeah, Joe. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, I was very what happened confused. to you in TNA, Joe? I got to kidnapped and I was like, what? <laughs> when? Yeah, good call. I did <laughs> <laughs> Emery Kissinger, $2. Appreciate you, I think. Uh, Jericho wasn't supposed to be seen in Vietnam. Shake my fucking head. Mass on 84, one I don't appreciate. Christian and Kevin Von Eric segment going to be wild. Christ. Just... going to get to that, brother. A few gonna people have mentioned it. it. We're going to get to it? Whole segment? Good. I want to deep dive. Beautiful. <laughs> Short Spurs, $5. Appreciate you as always. Some of you all just don't understand the motion picture business. Well. No, no. <laughs> RJ City is like an expert. You can absolutely tell, by the way, that it, the, the, some of the stuff they do is like 5% of the audience will get, but God bless. I mean, if you're in that 5%, you're winning, right? So, mm-hmm. oh, hell. Oh, hell. Um, Okay, what did we have after the total match? Uh, Adam Copeland, Christian Cage, Hoyt, just kind of promo package, you know, getting us ready for the main event in Montreal. And then we had another Gold League match, which was Jay White versus Jay Lethal. And uh, I wasn't really looking forward to this at all, to be honest. Uh, Jay Lethal's matches in this tournament have kind of just came and gone, in my opinion. Jay White's had some mm-hmm. decent performances as well. Uh but yeah, everyone knows a lot watching Jay White work, so you know. But the crowd, the crowd, this this had a decent bit of heat, you know. It had more heat than I was expecting it to have. The crowd seemed to pop themselves with the fact that both of them are called Jay. Got some different chants going throughout, but I guess that kind of helped the match because it gave it some more heat, you know. Yeah. Uh, and this wasn't again like, like a lot of Lethal's matches in this tournament. It did kind of just come and go. It wasn't anything spectacular, but. Uh, it was, a, it was a nice match, you know, two goals and hard to work. Uh, what do you think, John? I mean, it was the ultimate two solid pros wrestling match. Right? Yes. <laughs> it was the exact match that you, like, imagine they would have in your head. To a T, other than, as you mentioned, the J chance where the crowd's yeah. bothering themselves. A bit, of hate, a bit of heat there, you know. It's like, Lethal, <laughs> he never has bad matches. Like, he's, he's always, like, mechanically on point and psychologically it makes sense. He's just like... If I never saw another one, I wouldn't be, like, devastated, you know? It's like... And Jay White, who I'm a huge fan of, is not exactly going to be the guy to pull out something more interesting out of him, you know? So, it was a fine match. It was pretty good, honestly. Hold on, hold on, just... hold on. Yes? I need to pause. We'll, we'll we revisit this. All right. After after the total match. Rio came back. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh. Rio, the first yeah, no, ever AEW women... Yeah, the first ever AEW women's champion. Riho. The real was returned, brother. Everyone loves Riho. She has so much good faith of the AEW audience. Uh, then I think a lot of it as well is like we get like defensive about her, you know, because yes. like she's because because of her, I don't know, for those who don't know better, have seen a wrestle or just don't know better, you know. They just you know, they see her appearance, she's so small, blah blah blah, and they're just throwing insults online and you know you don't want to see that, do you? So the AEW fan base usually do a pretty good job of jumping to the defensive mm-hmm. whenever this happens. She's very near and dear to the AEW heart, you know. Yeah. We love Rio. She's, she's, she's a good one. It's happy to see her back, especially coming back straight into the total scene, you know. Single-handedly very interested. defeated NXT. She did. It's a well-known fact. She put her foot on, on Triple H's throat. I still can't believe they let her burn that NXT flag that time on TV. That was crazy. Oh, no. and you know, wow. I went off the air with that. 
Yeah, no, I'm thrilled to see. It. I love Rico, and uh, yes. I'm interested what kind of match she has with the time. Like we were just talking about Timeless Tony and this character and such. I, I'm intrigued how she'll work with her. Yeah. I think Riho is someone that she can actually have like a really good match with while doing some of the silly yeah. stuff. So I'm pretty hopeful. I'm a big fan. Should be a good time. Yeah, Charlie, you were, you're, you're a fan of Riho. I'd imagine I so. Am. I am. She's a, she's an incredible wrestler that I wish was on TV more. Because yeah. just the division feels ten times better when she's even just like making appearances like this. Because you forget that she's either part of it sometimes, which is unfortunate, but her and Tony should have a really good match. And it wouldn't surprise me. Do you reckon this will be the pay per view match? Probably. Oh, yeah. well, that, I yeah. hope so. Yeah. I hope like, this, what, what is it? It this, deserves this to be the pay per view match. Yes, yeah, end of the month. Let's, let's do an actual program here. Let's get something going here. Yeah. I can't imagine they're doing the Mariah match with Tony yet, so they need yeah, something. I don't know. Yeah, probably Rio. Mm-hmm. I won't complain. Uh, Joe, as you were, did you have anything else you wanted to add to uh, oh, no. Jay White, no. Jay Lethal? <laughs> Two solid pros, knife edge chops, limb work. You know, I've seen them. I saw it before it happened. I was fully aware of what it was going to look like. It was fun. Good match, uh, I guess, if you're in that kind if of thing. He was asked if he can join. God no. bless him. You know? It's very aggressive. Have you noticed that about him recently? He was always asking as well. You know, look, look at these emojis, bro. Like, I so That's my thing. There's been a lot of that recently. Very I'm gonna have to bring the, I'm have to bring up the chat on the phone. You know what? I don't, I don't, I don't mind inviting you, but especially for this. He's a nice fella. Bring, bring, bring him, bring him up here. He's a good guy. Yeah, where, where's my, where's my Twitter? Where's my Twitter page? Can't find Twitter. Here we go, folks. Uh, Everyone be nice. <laughs> but yeah, uh, before before I get to the Van Eriks, what other announcements did you guys vote the most from uh, yesterday's announcement? Obviously, we got the Dallas. Some uh, Winter is coming. It's happening in Dallas for the Dynamite. So, uh, yeah, we got Swerve versus Maxis, previously mentioned. We got Jay White versus Mark Briscoe. We got Ruth well, real, real quick, on, uh, on Lethal versus White, I ain't got to speak on it. Well, bro, there was I was worried all week when this match was announced because there was a version of this match where they just leaned on each other for twenty minutes, bro. <laughs> like there was there's a universe where that happened, and I'm just I, when they when they immediately started working with pace, I said, "Oh, thank God, bro, yeah. thank God." And in the crowd, it was a lot of heat, which helped a lot. So they didn't they didn't. Finish was nice. Yeah, finish was nice with Jay taking yeah. up the leg. It was. Oh, nice. Leaf yeah, has worked really hard in the that. tournament. It's just, you know, obviously, as well, the other thing is that people know that he's not going to win these matches because, of course, he's not, nor should he, right? Like, yeah, he feels like the odd man out in in the, in the whole lineup. And that, that was the way when we reacted live, right? He felt that mm-hmm. way. He is what it yeah. is. Yeah, he man, needs to be a loser. Man. So. But, um, like you said, the announcements I actually have. Let me see if I can find. Yeah, so you got uh, winter is coming, obviously. So uh, the one thing I will say is that they didn't do the big winter is coming graphics. No. Uh, yeah, they just they added some snowflakes on regular dynamite graphics. What's going on? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah what's going on, man? Like, what are you cheaping out on us, brother? But yeah, we got Hangman Adam Page versus Roderick Strong in the gold, uh, the Continental Classic Gold League match, as I mentioned. So again, Rouge versus Jay Lethal, Jay White versus Mark Briscoe, Swerve versus Max. So uh, another stacked dynamite, man. But you got the Continental yeah. Classic matches, and one more just to send it over the top with Hangman and Ruddy. So, uh, so real. They wrestled in like what 2014, and we will also yeah. hear from Samoa Joe next week. 
And yes, yeah, so oh. Russell 2014. I watched that match last night. Oh, it was a good match, bro. Baby Hangman. He was listed yeah. as lighter than Roderick Strong, which was crazy. That's incredible. But um, yeah. Oh, he liked it. Like free bullet club. Baby Hangman match. Well, not even Hangman Page, it was just Adam Page. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, good match. Him in his early career. It's very funny to go back and watch some of those matches now because it's like in the green trunks with like the fucking Bond Dutch trucker hat or whatever it is. He looks very funny. No one could have predicted what he became. No one. I remember vividly when he joined Bullet Club and they did the angle where he became Hangman. It was like the general reaction was like, who cares? It's Adam Page, you know? And it's like that changed his whole life. And he grew into that role to the point where he was having classic matches. Had a classic match, you know, a month ago. <laughs> like yeah. he, he's had he's match catalog wise, he's one of the all time AEW guys easily. He's in the very, very I top tier. Yeah, it's wild. I, w- I was such a bullet club whore, bro. That I was like, anyone who joins, Real? I'm gonna give Me. you a chance. <laughs> I'm still a bullet club whore, bro. When when when, when yeah. David Finley took out Jay White, I said, David Finley, I'm gonna give you a chance. <laughs> 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 well, I didn't. Yeah, I just thought it was like I'm gonna give him a chance. I didn't think he'd become, I, to me, one of the best wrestlers alive. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, here we are today in 2023. Fucking Hangman Adam Page, bro. Mm-hmm. Shit is crazy. Mm-hmm. God bless. Uh, another announcement. The big announcement. You know, one for history. One for the history books. This is very prestigious. The Von Erich's return to Dallas. <laughs> Kevin and these uh the two boys, two young boys, you know, carrying on the family name, you know. Uh, look, <laughs> look, a lot, I saw a lot of AEW fans excited about this. I don't know how much of it was um genuine excitement and how much of it was engagement farming. The Von Erich boys. They're the drizzling shits, bro. I'm just going to fucking say it. They're really bad. I don't know um, what you're talking about. <laughs> I do not know. I am, I'm oblivious to this. I, I just, I'm just happy to see Heritage. Look, man. Look. I'm glad that they have a chance to promote this movie for their family, though. Good for them. You know, their family's been through a lot. Um, If they can find a place on Honor Club away from me, Good for him, bro. I'm not against wrestlers getting paid. Go for it. But if we're gonna, if we're gonna have Von Eric, if we're gonna have Von Eric matches on, on Dynamite, I don't know. I'm gonna have to look north. What are the Creeds doing on Raw tonight? I just like I said I like heritage in my wrestling, you know, and the Von Eric. I do too, bro. Like when I when I hear this second generation, third generation shit, bro, I pop, bro. I want clothes coming out soon, you know. Big business, you know. This is big business moves. The Iron Claw, Von Erics are gonna win via the Iron Claw next week. It's gonna be, it's gonna be beautiful. You know, they're gonna, gonna beat be the Bucks clean. Just go they're over gonna, the they're gonna set up a top. They're gonna set. <laughs> they're gonna set up a total match at um, at Wembley with the FTR. You know? Oh my it's, god! Uh, cooking, they can do that somewhere else. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, thank you. Look, people were here. Back up, man. I think you could argue it's actually like even more awesome that they're bad, to be honest, because they've got this booking yeah. just just because. Yeah. Um, you know, they've only had 10 years or so to get any good, so you got to give them a little bit more time. Yeah. I think, let them, you know, uh, I think Jarrett is going to interrupt them 
which for anyone Ooh. who's familiar, I get it, Charlie, I get but for anyone <laughs> familiar with the with the way those two families uh yeah. interact in history, that would be very funny. I'm not sure Kevin would rock with the Christian gimmick, to be honest, based on uh well he would rock with a Christian gimmick, but not a Christian cage gimmick, I should say. Um yeah. I think that may go poorly. He may end up punching Christian in the face, quite frankly. So. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. Uh... Yeah, people, people think that's coming up. I don't, I don't think. I'm not don't sure, think yeah. Guys, make sure you... Yeah, I don't blame him. No. No. <laughs> right, guys, make sure you rush in to see A24's take on the Iron Claw, you know. Uh Beautiful stuff, people. Beautiful stuff, I'm sure. Bold predictions right now, everybody on the panel. Do you think the movie will be any good? Yes or no? Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I do. 100%. Did you see? I, could, I can't remember what awards it was, but they got they were in the top 10. And if you look at the other films in the top 10, like they're, you know, it was like a serious list. It's, oh, shit. It All seems right. like it's going to be really good. Star Study yeah. Cast, brother. You I, see Charles Gordon having their They got A-listers on the cast. They got the only criticism I've seen, most of the response critically thus far has been very positive, um, which, you know, they pick, stay very selective for some of those things. But the only criticism I've seen is that the length is like a slight drag, which considering what the film is about, I can see that. Oh, right. Beyond that, it's been like super positive beyond that. So You can't tell a Von Eric story in 90 minutes, bro. So it's like... Right. <laughs> Imagine. It's cra- yeah. This is the first time... <laughs> A real well, story. It's not even a full story either, because it doesn't. Yeah, because the really young, the one that died really, really, really yes. young. I don't think he's included in it at all. Is it's it? the first time I can recall that a real story has had to be made less harsh for the sake of like. Mm-hmm. Generally, they make them, you know, they dramatize and make it more. This time, they're like, we're gonna have to cut some of these deaths out. This is too, <laughs> it's too much. You know, it's it's, it's insane. I, I I'm, I'm intrigued as to how it comes out. I have to wait a lot longer than over here. It's out in February, which is but yeah. Brilliant. God yeah. bless. A24, there's always like, you know? that kind of delight. I was gearing up ready to go see it on the 20th of December. I was ready for no. it to come. No, 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 no. It's brutal. Hold your wow. horses. Hold your Luckily, horses. it can't really be spoiled, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shout out to us, real quick, $5. Appreciate it. If we get Zach Efron and the dude from the bear, it's worth it. Oh, I mean, Jeremy Allen, someone. Jeremy Allen mm-hmm. White, I think it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, like my day, he was a dude from Shameless. Yeah. <laughs> Breakout role, brother. Ibu, you there? Or what? What's going on with you? Yeah, I didn't want to. I, 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 didn't want to I didn't want to disrupt anybody. I, you guys are in the middle of a conversation. It would have been very rude. Talking about the Von Erics, brother. Jump in. It, it would have been very rude to, to to just intrude and interrupt and you know. So I wanted everybody to kind of have their have their say on what was going on and. Politely insert myself into into the proceedings. So, Ibu, uh, thoughts on the uh, on the Von Eric boys? Yo, so people were asking if you're a piece of shit. <laughs> 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 Listen, if I think here's the rule of thumb, guys. That's all I people going like. I'm not familiar with them. Are they any good today? EW sign them, folks. If if wrestlers exist and they have been and, and their places of work. For most of their career was MLW, and they've wrestled for long for about a decade. I think you should. I think you have your answer. There. You know what I mean? Well, hold on, now they, they had. A, I think they had a nice little NWA run. Exactly. Here's the deal, bro. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, here's the thing, guys. Tony Khan. We've seen it. He will sign anybody. 
You know what I mean? If he hadn't signed, he's you know, like this guy put gravity on his TV for multiple. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I I don't know. Look, man, God bless him. It's cool that they get to. It's cool that they get to uh, make the appearance next week. Um, they probably will get a spot appearance on a, on an ROH doing a match. I think actually you can see that. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I, I don't know what else. Eric's versus Team Jarrett. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. you know, it's the unfortunate thing about it, Monty? They have a great look. I actually think their look is like pretty oh, sick. The Von Eriks. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They're in great shape. They look pretty skinny. I don't know who to talk. My favorite tag team of all time is the Young Bucks, but exactly. Yeah. They, they they have the they have their like flamboyant gear and all that. Stuff. To, to like, be fair, they just they, they just like you know throwback wrestlers with like they just like. <laughs> Hey, oh, not, not just, they're not just your young bucks. They're apparently also my precious bucks, according to... <laughs> right, your Twitter. precious bucks. Bro. Yeah. Sorry, brother. Oh, yeah. Uh, you've got some more crazy background noise coming up. But well, he's, he's on mute now, so he's all right. But let's talk about AEW Dynamite still, you know? Like, I wanted to do, like, a little section on the Von Erics. Shout out to them. God bless the Von Erics forever and always. Uh, Edge. No, sorry, people. <laughs> the Montreal AEW Dynamite main event was Adam Copeland versus Great. Christian Cage for the TNT Championship. And uh, I actually I actually quite liked the majority of this match. There was some parts in the middle where I thought they could have got a little bit more creative, you know, and a bit more... Exciting, I guess. But uh, overall, I actually quite like their approach. Um, Christian Cage, of course, is great. You know, just beating a piece of shit. I liked how Edge just like, kind of beat the shit out of him at the start because that's kind of what the feud should reflect. Um, and yeah, I, just, I really did like it. And I really liked the closing stretch up until the actual finish, which, as everyone I'm sure who is listening already knows, is Shana Wayne, I believe that's her name, Nick Wayne's mother, comes down to the ring with the TNT title belt and you know she's trying her best to look conflicted but you what know, a fucking worker oh my god and uh you know she's like who's she gonna hit is she gonna hit Christian is she gonna hit Adam Copeland and she ends up hitting Copeland Christian Cage then sets up uh, Adam Copeland on top of the belt stomps on his neck pins him for the one two three and uh Christian Cage and still not the greatest finish like I said it's a shame because, you know, like I said, I actually quite liked the match, to be honest. But that ending was. It was wrestle crap, bro. It was wrestle crap. No, I, wouldn't call, I wouldn't call it wrestle crap. No, it was, it was really. It was, it was really, poorly executed. But if it was it, executed, I feel no. like wrestle crap is when you when it's drawn up and it's just shit. I think it was performed like shit. Even the idea, even the idea is just no, bro. Because like, it's could you really imagine? Because imagine, imagine she sold it well. Imagine she wasn't just staring down Edge the entire time. Like, like she stared down Edge so much that it would have been more surprising than if she hit Christian with the belt. But yeah. imagine if she actually sold it well, right? She nails this thing with the belt, and then her and Edge just start making out in the middle of the. I mean, her and Christian just start making out in the middle of the ring. That's that's wrestling. That's what this industry no, was built not. on, bro. No, that's no, professional wrestling. No, no, no. Hey, yo, this was yes. this this was really 
This is wretched, bro. <laughs> this was terrible. Honestly, honestly, it was it wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. I, I'm <laughs> leaving, but I wasn't as I wasn't like completely repulsed and disgusted and just like, oh my god. Like I was just like, this is bad, bro. But, you know, I uh, it kind of how bad it was. She, she, like her acting when she's just kind of like, what should I do? And then she does what she does. And the thing is, like, you know, when they do that in wrestling, like with the tease, like it's there's a certain like cadence and body language to how it goes, you know, that she just didn't do. She's kind of just like she didn't do it at all, bro. She's she's just like left foot, right foot, left foot, right. It's just like, like what's going on? To... Why, is, why is it so nonchalant? What's going on here? <laughs> All you have to do is just go out there, grab the belt, stare at Edge. Just, I mean, stare at Christian and nail Edge. That's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. And then she does a really bad belt shot. And she makes the like most hilarious, like, I'm bad now face. And it's just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like okay. Um, yeah, I thought this was like horrendous. And it's unfortunate because I, I I had a good time with this match. I um, I felt like Joe in the sense that I'm, I'm watching this in the middle and Joe, remember you, what you said about a, a, a recent six out of ten collision that we talked about? Where you're like, sometimes you just want to hang out, you know? Like I, mm-hmm. just, like I was just hanging out with Copeland and and, and uh, Christian, putting together this nice match that had heat, that had some peaks and valleys yeah. and highs and lows and ebbs and flows. I thought they were putting together a really nice match. Personally, I was I was happy. Yeah, I really time. enjoyed the match. I had no, I, yeah, and, I, I had and, no issue with this. What's up? I, I think they're saving a lot for a rematch. I don't like this is obviously not where their story ends. The so, thing is, like, I saw people. I saw that take a lot. Like, oh, they're they're obviously saving the this for that. They're saving the this. For, I I think like the the saving is so to speak is like these like, you know, final battle set piece type things that like, even just take that away. Like, I just thought this was wrestled totally fine. Like they yeah the rematch yeah. is gonna have those like epic like you know dramatic facials and big spots and like the spots that everybody <laughs> gonna destroy your own Christian. Yeah, the spots are gonna end up in clips that AO is gonna post and get like seven thousand likes for. You know what I mean? So like, like holy, shit. <laughs> holy shit! Edge just You're like, okay. But yeah, I thought the match is really good, and then that that ending was like just horrendous. And and then my Hulu feed cuts off the show. Like I didn't even I didn't even finish Dynamite because his foot is on Edge's neck. And then it just ends. And I was like, wait, what's, what's going on here? And I remembered the fucking Brian Alvarez, Dave Meltzer argument. And I just remembered that AEW is doing overruns now that they don't schedule ahead of time. And like all these like TV service providers aren't aware of this. So um, I don't know. Honestly, look, I'm, I'm not going to let you complain about this, bro. You're not saying to be like Dave Meltzer. You're not 50 like Brian Alvarez. No. I'm not going to expose how old you actually are. But guess what, everybody? It's kayfabe. Ibu's not actually an old man. <laughs> the whole fucking angle's on YouTube, bro. Why are you tweeting? Can okay, somebody here's the thing, please here's explain the thing. this? Can somebody please explain what happened to me, guys? My here's the thing. Okay. Okay, but here's explain. the thing. Just log okay, on to YouTube. Here's the thing. Just log on to YouTube. No, no. It's not my job. Why should I? Why Why can't they just end their show on time? So your Twitter followers are supposed to t- tell you what happens when you read the tweets? Why? Why? Can't they just end their show on time like a professional two-hour broadcast? Why do they have to go 90 seconds over? Bro, I I like Dynamite when it's good. I like Dynamite when it's good. Why would I not want an extra eight minutes of it? No. No, and then if you're going to go over. No, I've I've never in my life, I've never in my life heard you complain about an NXT overrun. 
He, you know what the difference is? You know why? No. What the hell? First of all, what? Number one. Number one. They schedule their overruns, you idiot, because they, they know when they're going over 10 minutes. And so the service providers are aware of this. And so I don't lose out on any content. Hulu and YouTube TV and DirecTV aren't aware of AEW's overruns because they don't tell them that they're doing an overrun. So that's my point. With what they have, WBD gives them the leeway to go past 10 p.m. because they have a great relationship, right? And so what now what Tony's doing is, you know, if he's if he's late, late a minute or two, he'll just use the time. But he won't schedule it and he won't inform people because he doesn't expect to go over. That's completely okay. different. And so, no, it's not my fault. It's his all fault. All right, you, yo, you, you, made, you made a lot of good points. And you know what my, what my rebuttal to that is, bro? You're going to say cry, aren't you? Eat a fucking dick, nigga. No, <laughs> no. Tony should. Cry. Tony should. <laughs> anyway, you boo. Make sure you. Uh... All right, all on fire. What's up? Make sure you write a letter to someone about it, you know? I'm, um, going, I'm going to yell at as many people in that promotion as I can when I get home. Jonathan Gomez, 199. Fine, Ibu for the Gravity Slander. Absolutely no! not. Uh, Will Chisholm, $4. Appreciate you as always. That ending that felt like Stephanie McMahon turning on Vince when Vince wrestled Triple H back in '99. Those two men worked hard too. I mean, I don't think I caught that angle. Just as first two dollars, appreciate it. Why y'all rehashing the re? Why y'all rehashing the observer bit? Don't blame me, bro. Look, bro, I get it. It's annoying. Just go on YouTube, though. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Hold on, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. The fuck are we doing? Um, stop it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> stop it, just, just stop it, you know. <laughs> just, um, what I, I, I want to make one. No, Ibu, you're done. Right, fine, fine, <laughs> fine. Hulbert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you think of Christian Cage versus Adam Copeland, mate? I really liked it, Montgomery. I'm glad you asked. Um, <laughs> loved the intensity from Big Cope. Matched the build, right? There was some nice deal where he worked the hand, which Christian sold throughout the entire match because he's a real professional wrestler who studies the game inside and out. I thought it's issue. I thought they struggled a little bit to bridge the gap from their first act and their third. I think we all agree those two were great. The middle... I just thought they struggled a little bit, and I think that's partly because of kind of – I think Copeland still has a lot, a lot to offer inside the ropes, but he does struggle to go through the gears a little bit, right? Like he's not going to – he's not got a lot of explosion. And I think that showed in the middle. But generally, I really like the match. The finish, um, I think AO's point's fair in that, you know, it, the finish made sense in the story they've told. The question is more, should that have been a story they told, right? Should Edge versus Christian be about Nick Wayne and his mother? I would suggest not, personally. Um <laughs> But the big issue beyond that, as we've all said, was the execution. But nonetheless, I really like the match. I think they may get a stipulation on the pay-per-view. Right? A ladder makes sense for them, but they just did one of those. Maybe not. Maybe I think a cage match. Honestly, when you've done when you done interference here, I think they'd kill with a cage match. Get some juice. I'd like to see that. So I, I really did like the match a lot. <laughs> yeah, man. Run the razor, you know, good stuff. I liked it. Starting to bring back that old that old uh, Fed stipulation. The chairs match. <laughs> <laughs> So so correct me if I'm wrong, like the only TLC matches in AEW are the Escalera de Omuete matches, right? 
Correct. Uh, well, mm-hmm. technically, but like the la- this, there's been a lot of matches that have used tables, like um, yeah, the Young yeah. Bucks versus Jurassic Express. Like they use a lot of tables in that match. Yeah. Um, the reason I, the reason I ask, TLC match. The reason I ask is because if if they, if that's the direction they go for the rematch, right? If they do a TLC, like what is this? What is the name of the step badge? Is going to scream like? Is he going to go full metal mayhem? You know, like TNA style or something. Is, is TLC <laughs> copyright? I, th- I, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. I think it is. Copyright yeah. everything, bro. If it's not and TNA just actually use Full Metal Mayhem, <laughs> that is incredible. It's just so much better. Bro, are, are Monsters Ball matches not just like no disqualification? <laughs> well, they have the gimmick with Monsters Ball where you have to. What do they do? They like, lock you in the room for. You know that deal they do? Yeah, the they do, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they yeah, yeah. The isolate, yeah. I yeah. feel like they haven't said that in a minute. Have they? Like, I don't yeah, know. I think no, ECO did it yeah. recently, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Sport-style presentation, man. they call that. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Read about it, bro. <laughs> he meant Ed. Christian, I've had enough. Escalera de la Muerte. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, cool. <laughs> I, you know what I want to see? I can't wait for this. I can't wait for the inevitable graphic. Uh, Shayna Wayne explains herself. It's like Joe was saying, bro. It's like you've got fucking. It's like I always write. It's like yeah, of course, like Copeland concerto Nick Wayne like last week. But of, right. co- of course, of course, his mom holds some sort of grudge against him, even if Christian Cage is a piece of shit, you know. But it's like, so it makes logical sense, you know. But it's like, is that a story you really should be telling for Christian yeah. versus Edge in Montreal in the main event for the TNT Championship? And it's like when you do an angle like that, where you know they, but it was meant to be a swerve, I'm assuming, you know, even though it makes sense for us to hit Copeland. But anyway. It's like, why are you getting heat on Nick Wayne's mom? Like, why is this yeah. someone that we're trying to get over the hill? Like, what are we doing? You know, <laughs> like, it's, it's a shame because I actually, and I get why it's not his character. I actually think they could have told a really compelling story with Copeland having to deal with this idea that he actually just Christian was better than him for a night in Montreal. Like, you know, the counter he hit with the kill switch. I get why it doesn't suit his character, but that has a finish, and Copeland having to like cut promos about the idea that oh, the way he yeah. perceived it was wrong all along. You know, I, I think that would be interesting, but they, you know, they went in this direction and you could kind of see it coming um, for better or I think in a lot of our views worse. Unfortunately, Yo, that would have been amazing because the whole, I, the whole part of the premise here is just kind of Christian saying like, bro, I've been better than you all along. And now I'm finally getting able, being able to show it. And, you know, he, like, like he's the one who turned right. out the, the reunion of the tag team at the start of this whole thing. And so edge having to face the reality that like, at least right now, he's just not better than his friend. And, like, what does he do with that would have been really cool. Uh, but they, the, the reason why they went in the direction they went, and I, I predict this one, this one I talked about Edge coming in AEW, is part of his wrestling brain is, like, these kind of moving parts, smoke and mirrors with the match layouts. And I say that to say, guys, the reason why they're making Shayna Wayne a heel is because Beth Phoenix is 150,000% going to appear in one of these matches, and she's going to spear Shayna Wayne. And it's going to be in the middle of a mat. Edge is going to be handcuffed to something or whatever. Nick Wayne and Edge are going to be, I mean, and Christian are going to be fucking beating them down. And then she's going to come in and, and clean house. She's going to spear the boy. She's going to spear the, the mom. And she's going to take Edge out of these handcuffs. And then he's going to resume his fight with, with Christian. I mean, I, that's like, all it is. I'm all for it. Not really trying to see. Uh, 
I like Beth Phoenix, but I'm not really trying to see a 2023 uh, Glamazon run. That, I don't think I, many other people I don't are. know about a run, but I, I'm, that spot that I just said is like 99.9% going to happen. Yeah, Something along the line. Could be good stuff. I, I, um, it'll, it'll get a big bounce. It'll get a big bounce. I ran the trademark search. Is she on contract? Though? Who? Beth Phoenix, is she not still on a WWE contract or is that run out? I have no clue. Hmm. 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 We'll see. Anyone got anything else to add to this Christian Cage, Adam Copeland business in the main event last night in Montreal? Liked most of it. Interestingly, WWE only just trademarked TLC in 2010. So hmm. people could have used it up until then. Incredible. TNA, <laughs> God bless them. TNA just chose not to, bro. Yeah. Just fucking chose not to. Hmm. Hmm. But yeah, it's uh, like I said, I thought I thought the actual work that Christian and Edge done. Like I said, the I really like the closing stretch, man. Like, you know, the double spear. You know, the that reversal. That you, for that, bro. The reversal that you mentioned, Joe, where yeah. you know he, he reverses a spear into a kill switch. That was really nicely done. You guys um, are forgetting the real big one, bro. When Christian gets him into the corner and Edge like comes out of the corner into the the, the copacution. Copacution. That was, that was pretty neat. That was awesome. I was like, I, I popped my fist. I was like, look at these. That was a really fun match, bro. I was yeah. like, look at these, these old ass niggas being creative. You know? right. Loads of heat as well because it's what they. It's, you could tell that that's not the crowd. That's what the crowd pretty much came to see. You know, yeah. so. Uh, and you felt that when the main event was starting and done the announcements in the ring and stuff, like he had a real, he had a good vibe to it, man. Uh, sure. Bro, how did AEW move like sixteen hundred tickets in a week? By the way, they just They're like three point five k this time last week. They said what they, they slashed the ticket prices dramatically. All the hundred dollar seats got dropped to the twenty, roughly. Bro, just get people in the building. Like you're about to get a million, a billion dollar TV deal. Why do you? Why are you just trying to like get these fucking gates and like have the hard cam side like completely empty and shit? Bro, just get people in the fucking building, bro. Just get people in the building. Mm. Yeah, it's weird. it's been a weird approach in terms of ticket pricing this year for AEW teams because uh, the ticket the ticket sales have not gone up to put it lightly, and but the prices have dramatically gone up as far as I can tell. So I, I can tell you what I can tell you what happened. Uh, if you guys remember when they were rocking and rolling in twenty twenty one, and they're doing great business, a lot of business experts and people that Tony consulted were telling him like, you know, you're not getting as much as you can out of this. Like you're you're, you're selling six k in some of these buildings. And you're charging these people 25, 30 bucks a pop. You can be making so much more money compared to like what your competition is charging for people. And he essentially subscribed. He basically got on board with that a little too late. You know what I mean? Like he basically was like, you know what? You're right. But he, you know, the chains happened when they got colder. So that's kind of how it went. Bro, and, these and, houses and, are peanuts compared to the TV deal money. Yeah, like, I agree. I agree. It, what makes it rougher also is, um, because I, I talked to someone in the company about, like, why don't you guys just unbook yourself in these venues and run smaller <laughs> venues? And they were like, there's like a loading, there's like a load in and load out price and fees that they have to pay, there's fines that they have to pay. And I was asking, like, okay, so how long, so how long are you like booked for these like basketball arenas? And they said, they told me, guys, till like the end of next year. Yeah. Good luck, Tom. Good luck, Tom. 
Meltzer also touched on it. This was AEW's by far AEW's most profitable year as a company. So I don't know, man. Guess TK kind of knows what he's doing. Hmm. <laughs> we'll choose him five dollars. Appreciate you as always. What do y'all think is the end game for Nick Wayne and his mom? I think he boo just oh, obviously this was sent earlier, but I Christian think... and Nick Wayne live sex. Uh, Nick Wayne's mom's live sex celebration. Say not Nick because that. That's a, yeah, no, 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 no. I, I mean, it's 2023. Yeah, but I, it's that's still, you know. Nick's like 19, man, you know. He's... <laughs> I don't want to see any of this. <laughs> <laughs> that, sec- that was like 15 seconds of insane audio. <laughs> went in different directions. I, was... I, will, I will say, it wouldn't be good at all, but like, Hmm? How do you guys? Re- how do you guys react if like Shayna Wayne and Christian were doing Edge and Lita adjacent content on television? I pop huge, bro. From the presentation style, like I'm walking. <laughs> I pop huge. <laughs> it'd be it'd be pretty bad, you know. But you know, would it be I'd, bad? I'd laugh for the first segment. I, I I gotta be honest, you know. It is what it is. I mean, yeah, it'd be that's. You know, we've said this a few times. You know, wrestling is a very happy medium in the sense of that, like, when it's bad, it's usually very funny. So it's like, yeah, I'd find it hilarious if any of those things, well, you know. Some <laughs> but, of those things, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it, it would be very bad still, you know. Very bad, but very funny. Um, but yeah, AEW Dynamite. Decent episode, but it definitely did have some low points. You know, as we mentioned, it had more ninja stuff. It had Nick Wayne's mom. It had, you know, but it had some good wrestling. It had Swerve and um, Swerve and Mark Briscoe, Mark, you Mark bastard. Briscoe. No, because I get mixed up because I've got all the... I was about to say Max <laughs> because that's what I've got for, for the segment when no one went face to face. Yeah, we had Swerve versus Ma. We had... Um, we had that Hangman MJF, some other Joe business that everyone got excited about. You know, uh, Tony Storm seems to be putting it together. And uh, it was a good show, brother. It was a good show. It was a good show. Um, we're doing ratings out of 10. Are we? I don't know. Um, do you want me to do a rating out of 10? Is that what you're, <laughs> that what you're requesting of me, sir? Out of 10, I'll give it all. Let me see. Uh, I'll give it a 7. I'll give it a strong 7.5. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I, the, the flaws on the show stop me from rating it higher, but if I'm being honest in terms of my actual experience watching it, they did not affect my experience that much, honestly. Yeah. And the MJF <laughs> thing actually fell into the, I thought it was actually funny. So, <laughs> you know. The thing about the, like, the, the like, objectively bad parts of the show, <laughs> at least it was very, like, it wasn't on screen for very long. Right. Like, it wasn't, yeah. a, it wasn't a 20 minute MJF ninja devil promo nonsense thing that we've had in the past like it was two minutes in and out it's just like all right bro i didn't like that a lot but at least it's off my tv screen yeah yeah the tournament is helping a ton because it gives the tv like a it gives it a floor it gives it like a safety net how bad can these episodes be when you're getting free good wrestling matches every week when you sprinkle in other matches of you know copeland and christian's caliber or i know on saturday we've got a kenny omega match to go on so like it really helps the tv so um so yeah, I really enjoyed the show, honestly. Yeah, so you give it a seven. I think I, I, I'm probably there with you. You know, anyone going higher or lower than a seven? 
No, I thought, was, I thought it was a seven as well. But uh, I gotta say, I know I didn't I didn't get to speak on this because this is when I was still you know stealing the white man's money on the clock and listening to you guys. But um, man, how about that goddamn fucking Samoa Joe angle, man, with MJF? That thing was a hell of an angle, wasn't it? Like that, that was fucking <laughs> fuck yourself. <laughs> Yeah, it was, that was the uh, love, the absolute that, love. Just that was so good, you know. Yeah. There, there was like mood lighting, you know, like it was, oh, that rock. Well, so I was telling the podcast, like, you asked me how the match went, and I was like, bro, they hit a WWE bait and switch it. There wasn't a fucking match. He was like, no fucking way. Because, yeah, because I, guys, I'm at work, right? And like, when, when I'm at work with Dynamite's going on, like, I'm not like, oh my God. Did this match reach its ceiling? Like, I, I'm not doing that nerd shit, right? Like, what, what I actually did, I'm at work, and all I could think about is, how did they execute Max and Joe versus the ninjas? Like, how did that look? You know, or were they, did they keep their masks on and just did moves? And if they did moves, did they have to hide, like, what they normally do as moves? Because would that not make it obvious who it is? And so I'm like, hey, yo, what happened? How did it go? And he's like, it, it didn't. And I'm like, no! <laughs> I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna just let the rest Very of this galaxy know, bro. Before MGF injured his hip and shoulder, they were gonna, they were just gonna wrestle mass ninjas, bro, I, I, for the whole tag titles, yeah, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were just so, gonna wrestle the, these mass ninjas. Here's the, the deal, titles. guys. You you are gonna get the match against the ninjas. You're gonna get the match. Oh no! <laughs> you you guys are gonna get the match against the ninjas at World's End, and um. Wow. I, don't, quit, don't don't do not report this Russell Pierce Galaxy. If you do, I will never give you a scoop again. But I, I'll tell you this. Here's the funny part. Alex in here as we speak. Yeah, you know what <laughs> right? <laughs> Popular Twitter user Ibu of Russell Pierce. <laughs> Popular Twitter, formerly known as X user. It's like all right, I always read that. I'm like, God damn it! But no, I was gonna say, what would be funnier, guys? Like if if Max and Joe versus the Ninjas, like they just have a straight up like match. It goes twenty minutes. And it's like a barn. It's like four and a quarter in the Ninja outfits. Like it's just tremendous. Strong style. <laughs> like, 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 they're doing like all kinds of crazy Chops. combinations. Uh, you get you get this. One awesome of the masked thing. men gets collar. The like bleed the blade himself through. <laughs> <laughs> or, or or it's like it, it's just like like comically all-time wrestle crap like in the you know like like what, what's funnier can't we find like a healthy middle ground here bro can we not like can we not just do like <laughs> six minutes and just get out of the way you know like does it have to be one or the other i mean i feel um they're gonna do about like they're gonna do a couple minutes like <laughs> so i think it's safe to assume that this uh this roh tag title runs ending at world's end so what's everybody's uh what's everybody's highlights of this run what are your favorite moments <laughs> from the Brochachos. Oh, I feel like we need to. I had a spot for that. So. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was messed up. We, Joe needs to be recognized as one of the. It needs to be like Freebird rule, right? He's defended this thing more than Adam Cole has. He's done it once, right? Are they, are they one each at this point? <laughs> like, that's Did Adam Cole even defend in, in Chicago, they did, right? They had the FTR match. Wait, was that on? No, no, no. That's no, the no, no. AW World. The, the Ring of Honor one was the one in yeah, Chicago. Remember one. Silver and Reynolds one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. oh that was it. That was the one. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't remember. I'm going to go on a limb and say it wasn't really a necessary part of the story. I knew honest. that's what you were going to say. <laughs> Sorry. 
I was reacting. <laughs> to be to clear, that was not in reference to what I just said. No, it's <laughs> not. It's not. <laughs> no. Um, People are being spiteful. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway. Um. Ayo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Nonetheless. You know what I want? I want the ninjas to win the belts and and not reveal themselves and be backstage with Renee Paquette doing an interview. You know? Why is like this with Sammy Guevara's whiteboard or something? Do interview now. I said with Sammy Guevara's whiteboard or something, how would they do an interview? Wait, can you guys? Oh, he's how would they do the? Yeah, could you? Yeah, we, <laughs> Renee's like, uh, so are you guys gonna defend these belts? Like, and they're just like, we will find the way to do what we need to do for the belt. Yeah, talk to one of those those smoker things that the, the people with, with the holes in their oh necks put up to their necks and stuff. Like, like K. <laughs> Hey, yo, we need like a voice changer that they speak through, you know? Like, it's just like, it's more Joe. We, we, don't, need, we don't need any of this. And I'm quite concerned <laughs> about this recent trend Ibu's been on of just wanting bad things to happen. Why, on why the the be terrible, bro? It's really weird. It's really, it's really, really weird, you know? <laughs> I will completely admit this. I, I spoke to a member of uh, their creative about this ninja thing, and I did encourage some of this ninja. Super chats, super chats, super chats. I'm walking down the path with no time on that. You know, I appreciate it. Who are your top five aces of all time, in your opinion? That's Objectively? Uh, Tanner, Steve. Flair. Um, Flair. Flair and Ace, you know? Like, I don't know. So, yeah, he had the NWA on his back, brother. Yeah. I think yeah. at the height of Crockett, Flair would be the Ace. Dusty yeah. would say he was the Ace, but I think it's Flair. Um, Dusty was... Yeah, that's a weird one for me. Genuine. Um, on the sub sides of it. He was steering the ship, having the best matches, right? I think he's the ace. Um, I think I have the answer here, folks. I'll give you my subjective five favorite. Okay. I'm, doing my, yeah, I'm doing my favorite. Boom. Stinger. Wait, no, no. Fuck you, bro. I'm finishing. All right. Uh, we, said, we, said, we said Tana. We said Steve. Dusty and Flair are toss-up. Um, Masawa. Who's the last one? Fucking. I'd have fun, Kim. Ricky Dozen. No, I'll fucking no. No, I'm saying Okada. Okada, Okada let go. Is that getting some love here on the podcast? Carrying the flag, all that. Oh my god! Go ahead, reminded me. Ao reminded me that Eddie Kingston in the pre-show of an AEW pay-per-view screamed Ricky, screamed Ricky Dozen at the heavens. Mizawa. Uh... Oh man. In the top five, that's it's long days, you know. Ace Steel was pretty good. He was, man. You know, that guy, was, that guy was tremendous. Oh my God, Carl! You know, I was just talking to, to Joe about Carl the other day, and I, I, I'm, I'm not afraid to admit, I, I, I rewatched, I rewatched the Machine Gun the other night. I felt great, yeah. you know. That's a pretty regular um, occurrence. To be honest. I, yeah, yeah, we, we talked about Carl Anderson a little bit, yeah. What happens is, you know, me and Joe wake up some days, and we're just not having that great, mental, great of a mental, mental day. You know what I mean? And then you just. Start talking about Carl Anderson, and it's like, you know, like, 
genuinely <laughs> embarrassing how true that is what you just said. Like, definitely. <laughs> I forget who the other name was, bro, but I said, I said, your family's life on the line and the other wrestler's life's on the line. I was, somebody has to have a four and a half star match with Finn Balor, and if they fail, your family's gone and that fa- and that wrestler's family's gone. So they're going to really go for it. And I said, what was Carl Anderson? Who was the other wrestler? <laughs> he was Carmelo Hayes, is what you asked. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said, who are you picking? <laughs> it's clearly, it's clearly and, Carl Anderson. And, and I was like, I was like, like the I was like, to save my life? Carl Anderson. Yeah. You said I got Iguodala, right? That was one of those deals. I got Iguodala. That one was shot. absolutely one of those deals. One shot. Fate of the universe. Yeah. Curry or Iguodala? Machine gun Iguodala. You need four and a half stars against Finn Balor. Who you go? <laughs> that is a full podcast one day, but nonetheless. Uh, here's, my answer. here's my answer, bro. Yes. The motherfucking stinger. One. Steve Austin. Two. Hiroshi Tanahashi. Three. Keiji Muto. Four. <sighs> Big match John. Oh, yeah. oh, brother. Big match John. I know that's going to upset three people on this panel, but, you know. <laughs> Oh, brother. I'm going with John. I'm going with John, man. I'm going with John. You know? Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not particularly. I think. I think every name that we've mentioned is a fair, right? Yeah, gel, really. To be honest. Um. Uh, yeah. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Christian. Two thousand nine ECW. <laughs> Listen to me, guys. You know, people people chuckle that that Cody mentioned, but he's going to have a sensational year next year. Oh, yeah. I think when we get wrestled of the year next year. Crazy tight, brother. We, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, hey, guys. Cody will do great things with yeah. the belt. Like, <laughs> all, all, of us, all of us are big Cody fans, even though we get some of us get spiteful at times. Charlie and, hates uh, Cody. Wait, who, who hates Cody? I said, Charlie doesn't I like do. Cody. I don't like Cody. <laughs> I respect him. I, I respect him as a wrestler and what he does for the business. I just can't fucking stand the guy. I love Cody, bro. I can never hate him. I tried to hate him. It didn't work. I tried so hard to hate Cody Rhodes, bro. I didn't do it. I love Cody. But what was I saying? Oh, do you think his run at the top is going to last as long as this whole Tribal Chief saga? You think he's got four years in him? Doing this, no, of course. It, well, come on, you know, <laughs> that's a tough bar to make. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not saying he's gonna be WWE champ for four years, right. of course not. No, nobody's doing that again, but I'm saying it's just like as the guy, yes, I'm gonna say yes, I'm gonna say yes. Cody's biggest issue will be that he'll want to make all the towns and that will wear on him physically, yeah. even with them trimming house shows. He's gonna be working when he gets that belt, he's not gonna be phoning in in those matches, you know, like he's gonna be going <laughs> so. That's believe it or not, Roman the source is making the towns, bro. He's just a Brett and Flair and stuff, but uh, you know, not to break any news here, but Roman has not quite approached his reign that way, so I think that'll be different, you know. Definitely, (laughs) Roman's hilarious, bro. What a beast, incredible! Yeah, no, what a beast, bro. Like, he he won, bro. You have to respect him. 
He, he won. won. Game, yeah. He won. Completed it. You know? I, I, I do think he's going to be the top guy for at least four years, actually. Yeah. Roman's about to go into like his eighth Mania main event. It's his fourth one in a row where he's defending the same belt in the same reign. It's like... I need Roman to go over one more time, bro. Just one more time. <laughs> if the yeah, guy just give me this, I'll never ask guy. for anything ever again. Ever. I, I was just telling, I was just talking to AO about this last night. Like, what, what if, like, the night before our Mania Forty, he just looks at Triple H and he's itching and he's just like, "What if I just beat him again? You know, like, what if I just?" <laughs> I need somebody to sneak into Roman's ear that he can't lose the AEW guy. Like you just can't do it, Roman. <laughs> Paul, Paul, Paul him looking at your face, going, "Have I failed you before?" That that bloodline trial popped up like three million on the quarter. Three million, oh, like two quarters, bro. Like you, 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 you gotta keep going with this. Come on, such a time yet, brother. <laughs> I got a couple other Anawais to look into. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, Shorty Time Spurs, $5, appreciate it. They definitely gave Silver and Reynolds that match because they pulled Dark Order off all in. Um, See, you talking about the bro chat trolls? Uh, Nancy (laughs) Rudy, $2. Ibu, you're still coming over after work. I'm just not going to entertain that. So, yes. Uh, we'll choose on $5. Appreciate it. I would love to see how AEW fans would react to Roman joining AEW. I would have that would be insane. Because if you're joining AEW, I would assume that you're interested in working and you're not just going to yeah. grab a hold and talk to the kids. No, I, I, think, I, think I think maybe you'd look at Tony Khan as easy money. I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah. He's like, I, I'm going to milk this mark for another $6 million. But six. Yeah, I was going to say, I think he'd be getting... Six. 16. <laughs> 16. <laughs> no, but I was always like, I was always a fan of the big dog. Like, I always thought Roman could work. He just chooses not to anymore. So it's like, Roman's I'm not really trying to see. I'm, fucking I'm not trying to see Roman's a awesome. <laughs> Roman's a beast, man. Roman's a beast. He's, he's the man. He's the man in professional wrestling. He has been for like fucking three years now. So, and well, that's probably was one of my favorite Bell to Bell horses for a little bit, bro. Can't lie. I can, I can, I can, uh, I can deal with those tribal chief matches, brother. The Jay Uso match was very unfortunate, though. Um, oh my god! Yeah, I was yeah. loving it. I was yeah. loving it. He's <laughs> reveling in it. <laughs> I was reveling in it. I saw Tri- I saw. I saw Bloodline stands on the timeline crying. Oh yes, <laughs> I need more. <laughs> Just refreshing over and over. Like, <laughs> finally, <laughs> that was a right, yeah, let's uh let's get into some a few news, a few news tidbits. We'll start with this Brian Daniels someone. So everyone knows at this point, I'd assume, especially the people watching this, that uh, Brian Danielson is part of the AEW disciplinary committee. Um, 
He's also been part as well, according to Fightful Select, of uh, handing out fines. And Sean Rossap touched on this a little bit more on one of his podcasts earlier this week, saying that uh, he thinks talent will start complaining so much on Twitter because Brian Danielson will now be fining them based on social media conduct. I know about at least one or two people who have been fined by him already. So, uh, yeah, social media conduct is it's going to be something that AEW is seemingly keeping an eye on now. One or two people already picking up fines. Um, no idea who they are, but I don't know. Well, <laughs> I do. <laughs> Probably have a good guess, you know. Uh, I got a couple of names in the private chat. But yeah, man, uh, everyone, the past like 48 hours, everyone's been kind of making guesses, making jokes about who's been getting fines, who could be getting fines, who might get fines in the future, etc., etc., etc. So, um, yeah, Brian Danielson, you know, uh, laying down the law, Joe Hall, but <laughs> it's, just, it's one of those things you go, yeah, it makes sense, but God, it's funny. The idea of like Danielson making a call to one of these fellas. Andrade, we're going to need you to not tweet pictures of CM Punk after his debut for WWE. You know, like, <laughs> the tone of these conversations is the most entertaining part to kind of ponder for me. But I mean, look, we've all talked a million times about how the uh, AEW talent can be kind of crazy online. So I'm not surprised. Uh, I assume Tony is part of this too, which would be very funny. Um, because yeah. in that case, I think he owes a few million dollars. But nonetheless, it's probably necessary. Dragon is, I'm sure he's thrilled all of this stuff is public information, right? I'm sure he's really right. delighted. It's great. It makes sense. Yeah, that, that behavior online is embarrassing, quite frankly. Um, and it's different when like WWE wrestlers do it, right? Because like WWE wrestlers do it, people talk about it for like two hours. Whatever, nobody really cares. But everything that happens in AEW is like just the biggest scandal to ever occur. So it's like it's a different level of like microscope. So it's just like, just, just stop being a dickhead online, bro. Just, yeah. I think about my job. It's because any little mundane thing that happens internally kind of gets out. That's kind of why. I, you know what I'm really mad about, guys? I'm mad that by the time that I found out that this was public information, the joke already died, and I couldn't even make any good meme posts because, like, all the lame people already killed the joke. You know what I mean? Like, I come back, and already everyone's like, I hope the base Danielson going to get to that shit's already old, yeah. It's like, it's like yeah. Fuck, go fuck yourself, you know? Like, I can't. I I had so much good stuff cooked up, Joe. I was at work, like, coming up with shit. I'm like, oh, man, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a find some cops videos and shit, you know? Like, I'm going to, you know? Bro, somebody, for, somebody photoshopped um, Dax in front of a foreclosed home, and I was crying laughing. <laughs> bro, bro, you know, you, know, you know what I had cooked up, bro? I ate, uh... I screen recorded the Titan Tron for Big Evil Undertaker, you know? Yeah, I, 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 I had so much like, I had so much, you know, just Danis the Covenant, you've done and now. Oh, man, it was going to be great. I get on the app, I scroll every tweet about this shit, all bad yep. memes. 90% of it's not funny. And I'm like, fuck you, wrestling Twitter. Like, you just fucking ruined it. Uh, so I, I don't have any, I don't have any real opinion about this finding policy because it's not my money. I don't give a fuck. Any company can come up with whatever policy they want. Um, my only take is that it's pretty funny that it's Danielson. Yeah, apparently he's been seen as a... What was it? The What was it? <laughs> an, objective, an objective moral compass oh. or some bullshit yes, was the language used. <laughs> they, they, they do see him as that because apparently he's... <sighs> apparently on various conflicts, he's kind of gone like, 
I could see that side of thinking for a lot of things in the company. Feels like the kind of gig he's going to do for three months and just be like, get someone else to do this shit. I want to throw chops with Andrade, you know? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure he's going to enjoy it, to be honest. I, I do have some mild news tidbits about it. This is not... This whole this whole um, stop being a dickhead on Twitter or we'll find you and Danielson's the one to do it. Uh, it came out this week, but this was figured out right after Punk got fired. Uh, there was a big meeting after Punk got fired, and it was basically like, stop mentioning Phil. Uh, cut the bullshit. Stop being dumb on Twitter. Do not tweet about Phil. Uh, don't make bad tweets in general. And if you do, we'll find you. And please stop being an idiot. And then, like, if you guys remember, immediately Andrade was like, at CM Punk. And it's like, him and CM Punk with the fist. He's so awesome. I'm sorry. I, I would not be surprised if he set that up to put in his drafts at the meeting, like, on his phone. Like, he's just sitting there like, it's like, okay. And he just, you know. <laughs> He does what he wants, Andrade. You know, he just does what he wants. Speaking of Andrade, we've got another news tidbit uh, from Dave Meltzer. Uh, if any of you have been on Twitter recently and saw the video that CMLL posted recently, of a, uh, they didn't show the face, but a lot of people are guessing that it's, uh, you know, it was like a hype video of someone who's coming into the promotion. And, you know, 99.9% people will assume that it's going to be Andrade because it looks like Andrade from beyond, you know. Um but yeah, in addition to this, Dave Meltzer reported that uh, he, talking about Andrade, thinks that his AEW deal is up pretty soon. So he wanted to go back to CMLL in case he ends up going to WWE. He's not made a decision on what he's doing next yet. He's not signed a new deal. But if he does go back to WWE, he knows he can't go back to Arena Mexico with CMLL. So it seems like Andrade is taking some uh, precautions just in case he does go back to WWE in the next you know, in the next year or so, or whenever. Um, apparently, he thinks his contract is up soon, which is hilarious because, you know, he, he's been he's, he's had a lot of injury time, so Tony Khan could absolutely probably tack a lot of that on. Um, interesting, 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 interesting. Wrestlers, like, wrestlers don't know when their contracts are up. They just don't. Even people that don't have injury time, like, they'll think their deal's coming up, and then the company will be like, no, you have you have another year on your deal. Is I don't know how this happens. I don't know why these people don't have attorneys. I don't know why they don't have managers. I, 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 don't, I don't fucking know, bro. But I very highly doubt Andrade's deal is coming up. I, I have I have one thing to say real quick because I got to bow out because I got to get back to working for the man. So number one, um, in in AEW specifically, like they don't like asking overtly and inquiring about it because typically when they do that, they will remind. Uh, their bosses to add injury time onto their deals. So they just don't. They just kind of hope for the best, which is incredible. And then the number two thing is, uh, listen, Ayo, you are objectively, allegedly the biggest CMLO fan in, rest, in uh, Russell Pierce. You oh, yes, the, this is true. Many people yeah, you, this. you are the CMLO expert, right? So before I get yes. out of here, are you jacked and ready to see Andrade Alidolo throw chops with Mystico in Arena Mexico, sir? Well, I need to um speak with uh, Andrade and see where his head is at before I allow him to return to CMLL. I don't I don't appreciate his behavior um these past couple of months. I don't like him being a punk merchant. I, I don't like this constant trying, bro. I don't like it. So once me and him talk, I'll let you know if he's allowed back in I hear that. I hear that, man. Good stuff, guys. Thank you so much for having me. I'll be I'll be back for the backstage because I have some real funny information for all of you. Oh, um, 
God bless. Very funny information for all of you, but uh, thank you guys for having me. Uh, hope I didn't derail things too much. And uh, yeah, man, Russell Pierce, the GOATs, you know, all-star lineup here today. Good stuff, good stuff. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Bye. All right, bro. Um, yeah, Andrade. Andrade, interesting character, as we were just talking about. Um, yeah, going back to see him now. Seems like it's, you know, he's uh, taking measures, you know. Charlie, you looking forward yeah. to seeing Andrade versus Mystico? Yeah, it should be cool. Um, I don't watch a whole lot of CMLL, but what I have watched seems like they've had a great year. Andrade, if he wants to go back and do something cool there, more power to him. I hope he gets to do it. Um, and he gets to do whatever he wants to do before he goes back to WWE, if that's what he ends up doing. Uh, yeah. I don't like seeing wrestlers and companies are unhappy in because I, it just means that they don't want to do work and everyone <laughs> suffers for it. So if he wants to go back to WWE, then I hope he enjoys it. Well, Triple H is a big, Triple H was a pretty big fan of him when he was booking yeah. him. So yeah. he probably has that sort of, you know, he probably he's probably got that line of thinking, you know, because his mm-hmm. AEW run has been booked pretty weirdly and he has had his injuries as well. So look, that's been weird in terms of how it's affected his run. He hasn't had the run that I think yeah. his fans have wanted him to have. And I don't think he's had the run that I think he wants him to have. I don't think he's had the run that I think Tony Khan wanted him to have, you know. For sure. So it's like, it's been a really weird relationship and I don't, I still think Andrade is like a tremendous, tremendous wrestler. So um, hopefully he can kind of get something a bit more stable going in the next 12 months, you know. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big, big fan of Andrade. Hope he figures it out. And he finds out for sure when his contract actually runs out, you know. I actually asked the real Russell Pierce, um, Lucha expert, Don't Got Live Zone Parker, how often somebody leaves AAA and goes to CMLL, and he's like, it, it never happens, like ever. So this is like, this is pretty big news, like even outside of American wrestling. So it's interesting. We'll see if more people jump shit. Um, Rouge has recently quit AAA. Uh, Drillistico has recently quit Triple A. Um, people are jumping shit, brother. We'll see. We'll see if they uh, join on Friday in Reno, uh, Mexico. Yeah, some some movement. Um, Carlo Riley, couldn't that. Carlo Riley has been backstage at AEW recently, and he's looking like he could be returning to programming after a period of it looking quite unlikely, which of course is excellent news. Um, I believe he had double fusion surgery like a year ago. Mm. You know, yeah, um, he's been out over a year ago. Um, he's been out for a while, and he was on a great run up until you know, up until the injury slash surgery. So, um, hopefully, he's back soon. You know, a lot of people are hoping he's involved in this devil shit. But you know, obviously, the link to Adam Cole. I guess he can kind of make some logical sense out of it. Roderick Strong's involved. You know, um, I don't know about that particularly, but. I would be very, very happy to see him back on TV, you know. Absolutely. Thrilled for him. It, it was it looked real scary there for a moment, right? Like even beyond wrestling, just for his health. So I'm I'm super happy for him. As you mentioned, it was pretty clear in his short like kind of run there in AEW. I think he was around for what like six months before he went down the injury. Yeah. It was pretty clear what Tony thought of him. And yeah. um, which made it even more of a bummer the way things were. So hopefully. You know, that will kind of Bro, pick up was, in that regard. Yeah. I was asking people in AEW when's Kyle O'Reilly going to be back in like August, yeah. September, and they were like, maybe never. 
Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bro, I didn't. I, I yeah. just thought it was like routine, net fusion. Not that net fusion is anything small, but you know, people get it. They come back like Trent. Trent recently got net fusion surgery. Like people, yeah. you know, my, my if thing. I remember correctly, he had like two or f- it might have even have been three different parts of his neck fused. Like he he suffered really badly with it. I think so. it was his C three and C four. I think mm. the wildest part is that it's like there's nothing that we can even really point to where it's like oh my god, like Kyle just got fucked. Like the Big E situation. Like there's there was no Big E situation. Like you just like one day like we were just like yo Kyle hasn't been on TV in a month. And then, like, a couple weeks later, everybody was like, yeah, he got next surgery. I, oh, I think he's one of those cases of a guy who – he just got used to wrestling in pain, you know? Yeah. He just – because if you remember in his AEW run, he would always be, like, taped up. But like, And I think yeah. he's just – he's one of those dudes that he doesn't realize how tough he is, and he's just out there wrestling that way, you know? And, and uh, yeah, it's wild, man. I mean, I'm I'm super, yeah. super happy for him that he's going to be able to get back well, in there because – it's very apparent. I mean, all of the guys love what they do, obviously, but if you've ever watched Carlo Riley wrestle, it's very apparent how much joy he takes in actually wrestling, right? Getting in there and wrestling. Mm-hmm. So I'm super happy. He's a very real wrestler. Different oh, yeah. in the way that people like Roddy are real wrestlers, but he's still very mm-hmm. real. What he does. And they're a great team, too. Oh, you they know, are. The, the O'Reilly Roddy team is like their chemistry together was incredible. That If that is a thing they go back to, that will be a game changer for sure for the team. No, no, you didn't do. Call on Bobby Fish and get the whole band back together, bro. No, it's top for one last No, no. All right, so um, <laughs> it was his. He had a problem with his C five vertebrae. Uh, Kylo Riley did. So I don't know if he got it fused to his C four or his C six. But the lower down, the higher the number is, the better usually. Uh, with things like this. Uh, I think Big E's fusion was like a C1 and C2. Like He could have died, bro. You know, uh, that mm. was right up at the top of his neck. Um, mm. But obviously, Kyle O'Reilly, you don't want any sort of neck fusion, you know? <laughs> so, you know. He looks like he's getting better, though. So, hopefully, he just gets featured again and we get to see him in the ring again soon <laughs> because we're all a fan. He's on, he's on Instagram lifting heavy-ass weight, bro. Heavy-ass yeah, weight, so... The training he started posting recently, he look he looks good. He looks like he's in the shape. So. Yeah, I didn't put this on the notes, but speaking of fusion surgery, uh, Braun Strowman he had a, he had a, he had some fusion surgery as well recently. Uh, he he did an interview and he said that he's been cleared by doctors to be able to start lifting weights again. So uh, he's on the road to recovery as well. Uh, yeah, not a few oh, like yeah. these fusions. Bro, I love Braun Strowman. You know, this we're so over. back. You know, <laughs> oh, no. I'm not, not a Braun Strowman guy. The um, the I'm not finished with you, Eric. That that stuff did pop me. I'm not really a Braun Strowman guy. Um, I think his social media antics just like got to me, or whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you never want to see him with his career end. And he was getting really over before he got taken off TV. Yeah, like he was, he was getting really, really over again. He's totally it's, free. It's a shame the timing there. His year was like quietly awesome when he went down with that injury. He had like the gun to match, saw this tag stuff with Ricochet. And uh, he was, it was one of those things that no one was really talking about because he kind of just slotted back in, right? But like, as you mean, he yeah. was really a nice run. Of all of the big returns, big, probably not necessarily for some of those returns, but it was the guys that Triple H brought back. He was one of the guys who was most like, he immediately was a useful piece of TV. So yeah, uh, it'd be good to have him back, I think. Big fan of Braun Strowman, big fan of Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, 
Seems like they are recovering some from some pretty serious surgery. Net fusion, not fun. Um, hope hope it's something I'll never have to deal with. You know, I don't really yeah, take the bumps know. for it. You know, <laughs> but, you know, uh, Joe, you do a lot of dates. You know, so I do. Yeah, I don't like show off that kind of thing. You know, but um, you know, personally, I, I work differently. You know, me money. I'm not really a bump guy. You know. I'm selling out. It's different. You know, the guys, they do their best. Here's what it is. Good luck to them. And, um, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Shawn Michaels did a media call earlier. Uh, the oh. main notes I remember seeing was the Wesley injury, of course, which is not brutal. He's going to be out for like eight yes. to 12 months. He needs back surgery. That's, That's another shit. surgery. Fuck, man. Um, he was on a killer oh, yeah, was there battle watching week to week? Did he was there like any bump there that everybody's like, oh Wesley's fucking uh, Sean Marco said on the media call, because this is what I was this is what I was about to say. Sean Marcus on the media call was like this was like last minute, you know. Um I think he said it was an injury that he'd been dealing with for a while, but, uh, but obviously he wrestled last week. Yeah. So it's like I don't know if it was a, a cumulative thing or if it was yeah. if he got into an accident during the week. I don't know. But um yeah, that they all they didn't know like, until last minute, and uh, they were just like, "Yeah, Dragon Lee, of course, he's running NXT. Didn't really, it wasn't like a full running NXT, so he was the perfect person to face Diamonds to replace him." Blah 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 blah. Um, he spoke about CM Punk. He said it was an easy business decision for everyone. He said that him, John, <laughs> John, did you see the quote where Sean was like, "Me and CM Punk looked at business the same way I saw for a lot." And I saw <laughs> I what did he lying, say? He, he was like. Him. You know, Punk, he ends. He ended his terms, his own terms. I think he said he ended his run with. If he ended it on his own terms, true. Yeah, I guess so, if you really want to look at it that way. Um, Sean is, I will say this, whenever I see clips, I'm not a huge Sean Michaels fan, but I am quite struck by how, like, honest he appears to be in these media. He seems like he will pretty much answer your question, right, which is not often the case with those. Like, the thing where he kind of oh, boldly just not. says, we're the best TV show is... An incredible thing that I think not discussed enough. Like he'll just sit there and be like, "Yeah, man, better show than all these other shows." Like, the variety, brother. <laughs> yeah, like he, and I, I don't watch, so I, I have no opinion on that. But it just it pops me. I kind of like the way he approaches is, those is, calls. Is it true, Marty? Is NXT the best out of the three? Is NXT the best two-hour show on on uh, on TV? No, <laughs> no, I don't think it is. No, is it I enjoy sometimes? it though. So I do enjoy it, and it definitely it probably has the most variety in the sense of what Sean yeah. Michaels is talking about. <laughs> so uh, I, just, I, like said it, I, underst- like, I understand yeah. the argument, and because if yeah. you're into, if you're I mean, into, you're into you're it, you're really regardless, you got to go to bat for your guys. That's and the thing, right? Yeah. You're going back for yourself as well, not just your guys. And that's the way you described it. He was like, you know, we'll 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 put our guys up against anyone. It's like, yeah, man, I like that actually. That that pops yeah. me. Even I don't watch it, but it just I think it's cool. Yeah, um, but yeah, there wasn't really a lot in the Sean Michaels medical, just those two little notes. I'm trying to think if there's anything else interesting that's happened over the past, what, 24 hours? Carmelo Ames versus Brian Pillman Jr. this Saturday. I'll be there. That's very unfortunate. I'm dialed in, brother. I'm dialed <laughs> I like in. Sean, I'm there. Wilches of five dollars. Appreciate it. The way the leader of the House of Black acts on TV sometimes, like he's ready to go back to the third. Yeah, everyone's been saying it's it's really transparent. Yeah, everyone's been saying it. Heard this a million times, brother. You know. Um, 
But yeah, man. I guess I guess that's us, you know. Uh, let's wrap yeah. it up. Everyone, make sure you please like the video. Please make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. Um, thank you for the super chats. We always appreciate those. Always, always, always. Um, appreciate everyone who has been tapped in the past couple of days. Me and Ibu done a breakdown of the men's breakout tournament, which done surprisingly well. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. And obviously today we've done the AEW Dynamite review. Yesterday, AO, uh, AO and Rob hosted the Twitch watch along for Dynamite. You know, we, we keep it busy over here, so make sure you keep an eye on the Wrestle Purist page. You'll be kept up to date with all the times we're going to go live on YouTube and Twitch. And one last time, please like, subscribe, appreciate all the super chats, and uh, we'll probably see you again tomorrow for a watch along or maybe an Unpurist. I don't know. Tomorrow, uh, we'll do something. We'll see, we'll see. But again, like, well, we're trying to cook up a uh, end of the year awards show for y'all. Tell y'all our picks oh. while we're picking them. I'm not sure if that's going to be an appearance thing. But me and Ebu or Joe wants to join. We want to do Joe, um, they the, mid, the mid year awards with us. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, we want to do like uh, probably Sunday would be a good day for it. But like, we'll look at all the nominees, we'll get a few of us and we'll do kind of like, uh, yeah, I like it. We'll go over the nominees because we've, we've just announced the nominees for the WrestlePurist Awards. Actually, that's the last plug. Go vote. WrestlePurist.com. WrestlePurist Awards 2023. Very quick to vote. You don't have to sign up. You don't have to do any bullshit. You just got to, you know, submit your answers to the poll. Yeah, man. So uh, get around to it. We've already had over 3,000 people vote. Um, and we've still got just under a month to go. So let's try to get to 10. Let's try to get to 10. Um Okay, this time for real now. One last time. Like, subscribe, and keep an eye on the Recipe page, and we'll catch you again probably tomorrow. Peace. Mm-hmm.